0: Okay, welcome back everybody, and welcome to the faces who are joining us from Friday night and joining us for Fresh, we've got a mixture of everything here. Okay, Sri Ram, will we continue? Sure.
1: Great. Let me know when you want to stop, because then we can do this separately (laughs) later. Thanks so much. Sure. So I think you talked in your book about experiences or out as a baggage, you know, you carry the baggage of experiences, and that you, you can that can use be like a drug as a memory, yes. and that can warp your judgment going forward. And then sometimes you have given us some of your experiences, like you know the analogy of a vacuum and a suction. Yes. So, is there just a heuristic device to as a so there is a role for that in teaching or learning? What's the right role for experience?
0: Okay, mm-hmm. <clears throat> understanding experience is, is what is most useful. Understanding what it is. Um, events happen and then events the same events happen but they happen to you. And that's the difference. That's the big difference. It's about perception. So when the personal eye is active, it happened to me. It's happened to me that I'm sitting in this chair. I'm sitting in this chair. So, so then, if I'm there, the experience of having the ch- sitting on the chair is happening to Jack. Do you see? So it's my experience. Now, if you can deconstruct that and say, well, sitting on the chair is happening, it doesn't register as an experience in the same way, and it does not create a sticky memory. It usually doesn't create a memory at all, actually, because it's like it's like the trail that a bird leaves when it flies across the sky. There ain't none. Mm. So, <clears throat> so the, the registering of experience, the personalization of experience, the, the registering of it is the personalization of experience. And so without the personal I, it's useful seeing, okay, is that hap- am I having a cup of coffee? Is a cup of coffee being had? Where is it my cup of coffee? Where is it not? It's, it's useful to have a look at that, to really work out wh- wh- at what point of perception is it me that's having it? Is the experience being had by the body without a me at all? How can that, where can that be perceived from? And where is it perceived that the experience is not registered at all? When there's no attention placed on the experience at all, it's not registered. It just doesn't register. So it's about understanding how experience works, what experience is. Because there really is no such thing other than the level of identification and or the level of perception that's running, that, that creates an experience and then that creates a memory and trauma and whatever else we want to add on to that, that trail.
1: Okay, so are you saying that not be invested in the experience, just be like a witness again?
0: Or? Um, it's, it's, it's more <coughs> subtle than that. What's the, the way to crack experience is by understanding how it works. So, so you can see the difference between investing in an experience and not investing in experience. And it's, it's useful to practice it with, with things like, OK, you've got a packet of biscuits in front of you. OK, I'm going to have the first one, and I'm going to experience It's going to be my biscuit, right? And then have another one and say, OK, the body's going to have this without, without me being in there with all my desires. Let's say the body's going to have this biscuit and feel the difference and see where is your perception going in the two. The understanding of it is much more significant than playing with it as a technique. The understanding is what cracks it, for this one.
1: Okay. Now there is a Buddhist technique about uh, you know, watchful walking or video washing your dishes, just wash the dishes, Yes. Be, in, you know, be here now. Yes. Are we then investing in the experience so totally that you forget what you are? Or is that a, is that a completely, uh, you know, uh, the flip side yes. of being detached? Yes. Is there, that practice, does it have any merit? Yes. Or you are living an unconscious living at that point? You know, by being invested in not even knowing what you're doing. Yes. Is that an unconscious living, like an animal? Or is that, so where's the wisdom in that?
0: Yes. Yes. <clears throat> On that path and and Buddhism is very good for like the middle path integrating as you go so that path of being mindful pulls your attention into what you're doing just watching it so it trains you to be an observer all right so you're watching it you're being mindful of it rather than just being asleep and daydreaming and completely hypnotized there is some willingness to be watching it now after that when the watching is very established and perception is being pulled further back there's no when there is no investment in the personal eye their attention goes start to go home so from when it goes home there is no being mindful it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense it's too deep mm. so it's very useful for a big mm. chunk of the journey but then it stops making sense because Mind doesn't need to be pulled from the past or pulled from the future because it's, it's there doing what it needs to do but only the working mind. So mindfulness detaches from the thinking mind and lets attention be focused on what's, doing and that, what's happening and you're in the activity of what you're doing. So that runs out, no? That runs out because it's a training technique for the thinking mind and the working mind is allowed to do the thing. Thinking mind is calmed down and all attention is on the working mind, on the task. Mm -hmm. You see? Then, when the thinking mind disappears, there's just the working mind that's picked up. The working mind that does the planning, the organizing, the driving the car, whatever it needs to do, the working mind is picked up and put down as it's needed. Whereas mindfulness then, it's like, whoa, that would take way too much, way too much of a contraction to focus Mm. on what I'm doing right now. Way Mm. too much. It's like, The capacity to be mindful seems to peter out with the thinking mind. Because it's really a practice for the thinking mind. And then the natural flow of consciousness. There is always attention on what's going on. But it's not about putting your attention on it. There's the natural attention of of just what's moving through the form. And and there is a trust there that enough attention is, is there. To enable functioning
1: so then the action is happening through you yes through the form a doer yes at that point yes and that's when the mindful the so called mindfulness is no longer it's yes.
0: and to, I know I'm going to pick up words now but there might be something in this it's like the action happens through you it's like the action happens through the form it's not you there's no you there
2: mm-hmm.
0: happens through the form the action mm-hmm. happens mm-hmm. there's no doer and there's nobody not doing there's no doer and no non-doer there's just whatever flows through the form. And you're all of it. There's no distinction at all. Then okay. mindfulness is obsolete.
1: Okay. Now there is another technique that's been used to deal with fear. Or, you know, the anger or attachment or ignorance. Mm-hmm. Those three poisons. Is to examine that as, as if it was a precious jewel. As a gift. Yeah. Is that part of the mindfulness training to...
0: I'm not up on mindfulness now. I've never gone that path. But... Let's, let's look at it as a practice. Self-knowledge, and the knowledge of how the matrix works. It's like, you can't make a kid stop, have really, really small here, no. Okay, um, you can't make a kid stop believing in Santa Claus, <laughs> unless there's some explanation of how it works. And once they know that we've been buying the gifts, then it's like, oh, so with understanding, the old belief falls away. Because it's like there's no Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the gifts come every year, of course there's Santa Claus. Oh, there's somebody, I mean, this there is must be Santa Claus, you know. So with the understanding, the old belief sees, shows itself to be not real. So if you if you if you hold the three the three demons, the three clumps of of, of causes of suffering. If you hold them and understand them for what they are, instead of pushing them away, the role of them gets integrated and they lose their power because we've got no separation. But the understanding of what they're made of and how, how they work and how they press buttons and how they generate the I, if there is understanding, they have no power. And I'm, I'm talking about kind of like an, oh, a eureka understanding, not just a conceptual knowing of what it's about. So from that point of view, yes. Knowledge is... Because to understand, to have self-knowledge, like capital S knowledge, knowledge, to know what you really are, there will always be a rejection of the world unless you see that... I, well, that comes from what you are too. It, it all stems out of what you are. You see? Mm-hmm. You, 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 you're, you're the world too. Mm-hmm. Your essence is through all of it. So that understanding has to arrive. And that's one way mm. of, of chipping away at that understanding, getting a good chunk of it, actually. Makes sense?
1: Yeah. Mm. You talked about, um, mm. earlier you talked about purification as a, uh. you know, a prerequisite. And then in the book you talk about lovability and capability. Yes. And how do you, what is the role of those towards that journey?
0: Yeah, okay, so lovable and capable arrives you at a place of where you can, you can trust yourself to live well. Because if you know you are lovable, and you know you are capable, your self-esteem is intact. When your self-esteem is intact, you don't need everything to be about you. Mm. A comment comes, and it's about the other person. Mm -hmm. Whereas if your confidence is low, it's like, oh my God, they said that to me. Okay, I won't take it personally. You can use your spiritual skills, but it's like, if your confidence was strong, do you know what? You, You wouldn't run it past you at all. You wouldn't filter it through you. You just wouldn't. So it's a great way to, to, to stop the personal eye story. If, if you can absolutely look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am lovable and I am capable. And there's total stillness with that. And there's just self-love. And there's trust there for the character to be able to live a life. It's like now there can be a releasing, a releasing of the, the I story. It's like, well, well wh- why? why would you be investing in reasserting yourself and, you know, getting your self-image sorted. and why, why would you be investing in all of that? If you're lovable and capable, there's a self-assurance. Mm. And things don't need to be about you. Because we pull in others' comments to make, us, to make it about us in order to fill the gap. Mm. Please, if you accept me, then I know I'm okay. It's like, you're okay. That person can reject you or accept you. What business is it of, is it of yours anyway? Let them have reject or accept. People have two options, I like, I don't like. That's duality. So there'll be equal amount of rejection and acceptance. So you're gonna live forever being a slave to make sure you get more acceptance and more love? Mm-hmm. That's torture. Mm-hmm. It's torture. It's mm-hmm. torture. You see? Trying to compensate when really the gig is inside. Love yourself. Love yourself, completely and exquisitely love yourself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then this personal story is it's ripe. It's ripe to drop. It's like a ripening, a maturing of the ego. It comes to wholeness. Now it can drop.
1: So when you say love yourself, are you talking about the character? that Yes,
0: be? yes. Self-love, phenomenal because self-love. Because you're obviously
1: not talking about the...
0: No, you know. it's the ego repairing the ego. Mm. And the ego is fully healed when it loves itself. When there is self-love. Normal, phenomenal, human self-love for yourself. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh-huh. Talk about um, I am, the intuition. And I am is the formless. And this, uh, the character is the form. Yes. And so is that where the expression form is formless and form is that formless is form comes from?
0: Some some say the formless is the unmanifest, <clears throat> which would be prior to the I am, because we have existence there. Mm-hmm. I am, there's something being, so there's existence. And so prior to that some say that, that they call that formless. I know mm-hmm. Muji calls that formless, mm-hmm. prior to the I am. Different terms? It's, it's one or the other. You can right. say formless, but really the formless is more often for prior to the I am.
1: Okay. And then uh, then is form also formless? Yes. Then is, th- is this a really an illusion or is it a play? Because if form is formless and formless is form, Yes. then why are we rejecting the world as unreal?
0: There's why no rejection is it, of why it. Why is
1: it deemed as a dream, as a daydream?
0: Because it shows itself to be a dream. Uh, it's never rejected. If it's rejected, then there's a blockage somewhere. Yes. It's not about pushing it away. Um, that happens for a phase of the journey where there's a pushing away of the outside world and a pushing away of the illusion. But it gets integrated again. It has to. In order for the biggest picture to happen, nothing can be rejected because the understanding shows that you're all of it, you know, in the dream, in the movie material. Um, when there is a real crack and a glimpse, and for some it's just split seconds, and for some it, you know, happens little bits frequently, and it's different for everybody, but when there is a glimpse of outside of all of it, there's no world. There's no creation. There isn't even a you. There's nothing at all. A real deep, deep cut through. There's nothing at all. It's like there isn't even a dream. There isn't even the illusion. And then that's kind of the the first piece of recognising it's just an appearance. It appears because perception is running. It just appears. So it's that it shows itself to be not real.
1: Okay. So that's the nothingness or the emptiness, the shunyata. what they call shunyata is the void or the nothingness when the world is not yes. disappearing. But isn't there another phase before that? Where is this fullness? Yes. Pregnant with possibilities? Yes. Right? Yes. And then, uh, so the earth. The the interesting thing is, say that maybe Jack's experience when you had that experience that everything just you realize it's not real. Yes. Right. But say the moon. Yeah. Is the moon real? Is the earth real? Or is it just
0: phenomenally? Phenomenally, it all appears as unreal. Right.
1: Now you know if I have my own dream and I wake up from a dream, I know fully that was my dream. Okay. My friend Jim here didn't have a dream. Okay. But then how can 1 point, you know, whatever 2.4 billion people have this dream that moon is real?
0: Yes. Yes. Consensus. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Consensus. <is there. laughs> mm. When you see... There's a sequence to how this pops. When you see that you're not real, the world shows itself to be not real. If you're real, the world will not show itself to be unreal. It's about you discovering that you're not real. And the consequence of that is like, oh my God, the world isn't really either. Oh, holy moly. The, I, I'm just part of that matrix of that movie that was, plugged, that was part of my belief system. It appears as real. The moon appears as real, but it is known that it's not. It's just the backdrop for a movie. It's, 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 this, it's as unreal as the Jack character is. But but within the movie, it appears as real. Here and now, it appears as real. But but dropping my attention right at the wedding. <laughs> it's a <all for> movie. <laughs> 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 they really <come> got <laughs> married. <laughs> they did not be <the> illusion. <laughs> so so.
3: What
4: before they start kissing now? I
5: hope
0: so. <laughs> I hope So um, so. so. To to say that the world isn't real and to hold that you are real, there's something out of sync there. Yes. That won't wash. It just won't wash. It'll be a conceptual it'll be conceptual.
1: So it starts with the emptiness of the self.
0: It does. It then does. it becomes
1: the emptiness of the universe. Right? And even the emptiness is supposed to be empty.
0: Yes. Right. Yes.
1: So now if the world is so then what is the perspective on all the you know, the, the mayhem, the programming, you know, the, 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 the genocide going on. Is it just a leela? Is it just a play? Yes. And how, if the if the prior to consciousness is so loving, how can that be allowed? Why is yes. it allowing that? Why is it witnessing yes.
0: that? Yes. 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 Good, good thought. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> So, phenomenally, the genocide, the torture, the abuse that happens in the world, phenomenally, it's horrific. Mm -hmm. As the backdrop pulls back, you actually see that it has to be there because it's the play of duality. Everything and its opposite will show up. Pull back another bit and you'll see that consciousness isn't caught up in the suffering bit. That's just the part of it that is believing the story. That's one tiny little part of it, believing, and theref- believing the story and therefore suffering because of the belief. The belief is causing the suffering. The suffering isn't endemic. It's not penetrating anything. It's not. It's as a consequence of believing in separation. So it doesn't contaminate consciousness. So consciousness doesn't feel the urge to fix it because it's just having that experience. Consciousness knows that it isn't losing something or gaining something by pain or by joy. Consciousness is the totality. So whatever experience happens within it is a passing experience. You see, it doesn't need to write itself. It's not trying to write itself. It manifests and refines that manifestation, and manifests mm-hmm. and refines that manifestation, and manifests and goes into the dark and comes out of the dark and goes towards the light. So it's playing with itself. It's never lost, losing anything, but within the phenomenal world, when we don't have that wider view, of course, of course it looks like. So that's the, the, the perception playing a different story of the same movie. But the wider the perception, you'll see, my God, nothing is lost and nothing is gained. I was never touched by the amount of horrific things that happened to my character, to, to me at the time. You see? It's like, gosh, it was just it, it, was, it was, just beautiful and exquisite how, how experience happened and, and, and it didn't touch what I am. So what you are doesn't need to, to do anything and there is love underneath all of it. Mm. That's much more potent than any of the suffering mm. that happens. Because the love goes the whole way. The suffering is only on the tail end as a result of believing in separation. But the love is there the whole way through. Never lost even by the appearance of suffering.
1: Now, one time you mentioned in the book that uh, there is never a time when the desire needs to be fulfilled. Yes. So is that what you were referring to earlier, that just watch it, or? Um, Then why is there such compulsion Yeah. And addiction and gambling and whatever have you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if that simple truth is you know was not was revealed or whatever
0: so difficult to get. When the mind is the boss and you haven't started to manage it, then desire is its strongest tool. And when when there is an obedience of the form, of the character to mind, it will completely be desire driven. It will only be desire driven. Until that, whoa, maybe there's something more. Until that little first stirring of starting to wake up and you get a bit of distance from your thoughts, and there seems to be an option to follow desire or not. Okay, but now we're beginning to pull away. And mind is watching mind. You see? At a, when, when we pull, so in the beginning you have to follow desires because you're asleep. You don't know any difference. And, and there's nothing there that can even see that it's a desire. You have no objectivity at all. And as the objectivity increases, the last hurdle, of the last hurdle of where desires are seen, is know if a desire is still making is still in charge of your action. Get okay? if there's a desire that has to happen, just do it. It doesn't actually have to happen, but if it is stronger than your capacity to see through it, then it does. The fastest way is to fulfil it. You see, that's a subtle. Linking there to what we're talking about before right, lunch. Right. Yeah.
1: Until the next time.
0: Until the next time. Unt- yeah, until... Until you wake up, until un- the capacity... Until you problems. see, and you see, ah, oh, there's, there's the game. There, okay, is there any... No, even if it's like, is there any desire anywhere that needs to be fulfilled? And if you can answer, you know what? No. If it's absolutely clear, then, 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 then it's done, no? Then it's done. And it's like, just watch mm-hmm. now the subtlety of the arising of the desire. It needs never now to lead to an action.
6: So are you saying that sometimes desires need
4: to play themselves out?
0: Yeah. If you don't have enough objectivity, yeah, you've got you to gotta let them have their way. Yeah. If you don't have enough distance from it. Because sometimes you can try all you like to drop a desire and the frigging thing won't go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? You're dealing with a desire and it's like 10 years later and it's like, this is ridiculous. It's like, do you know what? Let it have its way. That's the fastest way to go through it.
7: Mm.
0: Let the experience be had. Have the desire.
7: Until consciousness is able to pull itself back and no, Yes. And it no longer needs to play it out. It no longer
0: needs to play it out. Exactly. It's like okay, the experience has been had. Do I need to do it again? And you'll find actually no. No, I don't. The experience yeah. has been had. Now it's just now it's just running amok, you know? Yeah. Now it's yeah.
6: Does yeah. the realization that excessive playing out of desires cause
0: suffering? Does that yes. help in that realization? Yes. That's right, that's great. To see that, that desire brings suffering, that's a great milestone. And have you seen that all desire brings suffering? Every single desire brings suffering.
2: Mm.
0: Have you seen that the, suffer, that the desire for seeing the truth brings suffering? Right. Yeah. And it can only happen at a certain point. You know, you can't intellectually grasp this idea, it won't work, it won't what. Yeah. You've got to be so honest with yourself and feel, no, I still actually believe that the desire for knowing who I really am, or truth, or for suffering to stop. No, I still believe that that can happen. It's like, okay, that has you. that has you. Run with it for another bit.
1: So yeah. what's the logic of desire bringing suffering?
0: What's the logic Why of desire? Why desire
1: capable of bringing, bringing in suffering?
0: Because the desire activates and requires the personal eye. Okay. It requires identification. So it's emboldening or
1: buttressing yes. the personal eye. Yes. Okay. Now, there is a technique by Lucy Cohen, who lived in Memanashun. She wrote a book on Hunting for the Eye. Uh, Basically, she talks about the eye disappears in the heart channel Mm -hmm. at night and wakes up in the morning when the movie starts. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, but if all this is unreal, all these brain pathways and so on, are we investing in, is that just the mind investing in the physiology and science? Or is that...
0: Every word I've said is in the illusion. Okay. Everything. What you really are doesn't know anything about what we're doing here. And doesn't need to. And doesn't need to. Okay. You see? So, but that's what we do. We, we play within the movie about getting out of the movie. It's madness. It's absolutely madness because we're not here at all. And we talk about getting out and the thing is the only way to get out is to see you were never in. It's the only way to get out. You discover I was never Jack. What I am was never Jack. It was just a hypnosis. The only way to get... but we play with getting out to unravel, to break down the ego, to break down the patterns of imagining you are real. You, you, the phenomenal man, Mm. is real, you know?
1: So what we are seeing here is a projection. Yes. Right? Yes. And the time is not there. Time is a projection. Correct. And the world is a projection. Correct. And therefore, there's different views of the world.
0: That's right. Depending on the screen. Yes, exactly. Exactly.
1: Now you talked about prior to, I was very uh, impressed by this, uh, the duality in the sense that there has to be something prior yes. for the duality to exist. Yes. So just having a still mind or a tranquil yes. abiding mind Yes. is also yes. fictitious. Because that means there is an opposite of vacillating mind. Yes. And then the, the truth must be behind both. Yes. And there is no way to get there.
0: No, the I can't get there. Right. But dropping, dropping of the investment in the movie... That's the requirement, if there is a requirement.
1: Okay. You talked earlier really about rejecting the mind. If you see colors, reject the colors, visions, because that's in a dualistic frame. And um,
0: Yeah. As and long as yeah, the mind will use anything as a distraction.
1: To re, to reassert its control. To reassert itself. Yes, yes, yes. To keep it, keep itself alive. Keep itself alive. And this is interesting, you said that when you go to that point, there's no one, no one coming back to explain. Yes. Because if you try to explain, it's the ego. That's right. And if it's the ego, it cannot experience that.
0: That's right. So your mind so can't get it. So it's indescribable. Yes, your mind yes. can't get it. But you know it. You, you know it. You resonate with it. At some, something resonates. Because otherwise we wouldn't be here talking about something. Right. Mm-hmm. But the mind is like, how far can I go? How far can I understand this? what's the line between 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 the mind and where it can't go and that's where the useful thing is tell the mind there's a place you can't go and once that acceptance comes in it's like it, a level of the grasping stops off limits
1: yes it's off, off limits. limits
0: off limits but and then you've got that inner cognition that inner recognition right. that's active so
1: you mentioned that that thing is irreversible you know the experience or whatever you want to call it the being and abiding in that you can't just be that yes you, you cannot describe that
0: yes we try but no you can't okay. of course you can
1: so because mind is
0: only making a version out of it right
1: so does that is that a no you know uh, is that a process that takes time to to develop firm abidance in it yes i mean you can have glimpses of it and that's yes. not the real thing
0: no it's not the real thing they're carrots to keep you going
1: mm-hmm. yeah So and there's there's no technique there either.
0: The abiding takes quite a while to to stabilize. Well, you see, there's loads of techniques and there's no technique. You've got to use the techniques until the techniques spin out. Mm -hmm. You might as well, you know. This is the game of Maya, huh? Let it be played.
1: Yeah, couple more questions. Yeah. Uh, You talked about the direct path, and I assume that there are indirect paths, right? And the indirect paths are Japa and then mantra and then devotion and then Kirtan and Karma Yoga and then open awareness versus concentration. Those are some of the techniques.
0: Okay, I call all those progressive path, uh-huh. indirect path. Okay. I would. Direct path is abiding in that resonance that you are what you are is beyond, outside of all of it. Abide there. That's the direct path.
1: Mm-hmm. So then you re- recommend it's a devotional practice the other day to somebody. Yeah. Was that based on their proclivities?
0: That that was her. That was her. It was just all okay. around her. Her ways through the heart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So what's the role of devotion in this? Is that just a uh, is that just a train you take to the destination? Yes. Then go to the direct path. Is yes. Is that an intermediate vehicle? Yes.
0: Yes, it is. And it falls down when you see that there's nobody devoted to something else, that the structure of devotion requires two. That there's something being devoted to something else, devotee and devoted, or whatever it is. So 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 it requires two and it falls down. You see? It requires an external thing, huh? Mm-hmm. So but but keep using it until it shows itself to be the block. Mm-hmm. Okay. It has to show itself.
1: Because, you know, one of the greatest non-dual is uh, Nisargadatta Maharaj. Right? Yeah. And he was trained in Nama Mantra. His guru gave him a name. Yes. And then he, when he, after, I think, after Guru passed, three, after, three years, after he realized, he was asked to give Nama Mantra to some, although he declined. And he said in his teachings that the nam and there are many saints in Maharashtra, especially who are like Danish or Tukaram. Yeah. They, I mean, they're staunch believers in the name. The name, the name. Divine name, leading to that. Yes. And then Nisargadatta Maharaj, his genius was to say that, that name is also the I am. Okay. Um, was that? Because the... Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So, so for a long time he spoke about the I am, and I am that. Yes. And the I am. Later on in his life, he said the I am was, was too much. Too much. Too much. You know? And he said, I wish that that book, I Am that had a different title. You know? So, so a lot of what is spoken is, is specifically for the culture, for the person, for the group. You see, consciousness is kind of being very specific, specifically, in a, especially in a satsang environment. It's being very specific to what is needed there. So you, you kind of have to work through and see, okay, okay, was, was, is that a general? Can that work for everybody? Going to the I am, going to the name, going to the I am. Can that work for everybody? Or, you know, I would say, yeah, that'll fine. That'll take you to to existence. No, the Jack story is, come on, prior to existence, prior, outside of all of it. Don't stop anywhere. Non-duality isn't good enough the way the Jack character style is. Do you know? That's just her way. It's not right or wrong. It's just her way, you know?
1: And I talked about the absolute reality, not being a creator. It doesn't create.
0: No, it doesn't, doesn't create. But it's supposed
1: to be sentient. It's supposed to be and it's supposed to be existence, knowledge, and bliss. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. And so where, do, where does omniscience, a lot of these great saints were omniscient? Yes. Like, for example, Satya Sai Baba, he was a great saint in South India. Yes. It's an interesting story. Yes. He was invited in Africa to give a talk, and they had arranged all the interpreters in Swahili. And, uh, you know, suddenly the interpreter got sick, and then there was panic. What is he going to say? And he spoke fluently in (laughs) Swahili for two hours. And then, you know, so where is that omniscience, omnipotence, omnipresence? Yeah. Is that a function of the prior to consciousness?
0: Yeah. Um, No, prior to consciousness doesn't do anything at all, isn't engaged in this. But we have a capacity to register with it, to, to, to resonate with it. So, so within consciousness, consciousness is doing all of it. like when you come from deep sleep, I'm going to go around this a little bit, but when you come from deep sleep into a dream or deep sleep and waking up from deep sleep, deep sleep, there's just pure consciousness, just pure consciousness.
1: But it's not conscious consciousness.
0: It's not conscious consciousness unless it can be conscious of itself. And the only way of knowing that is, you know, probably if you're awake, you know, as consciousness is aware okay. of itself, is aware of itself. It depends if if, if you can see that or not. It's, it's, that's something that shows itself along the way. But in that shift from pure consciousness, which you get, which you which is what's going on in your perception. Every night you're in deep sleep, there is pure consciousness and nothing else going on. Nothing else. But, but, but your mind can't register it. But if your mind isn't the thing telling you what's real and you know that your mind is full of BS and is just interested in lying, well then, as you pull back, you'll see that, you'll get to recognize that pure consciousness. You'll even get to see that the form is asleep and is in deep sleep and that there is pure consciousness. Something is abiding in pure consciousness only. From the pure consciousness, a, a, a localization happens, and it's like the viewing point comes in. It just comes in, and you end up like for the Jack character. There's there's often in the morning is like there's there's uh, there's space, just the concept of space, nothing else, but just space. And then it goes whack, out into linear time, and then there's a like a. It's like a a needle, like like the gasoline needle, you know? There's like a needle goes along and it picks a point in time, it lands someplace, and then there's a movement towards that where it's it's like it's coming in all the time, and a movement towards that point in time, and the point in time ends up being a country, and a month, and a week, and a day, and a moment, and whoops, there's a Jack form, and thump, in we go. And it's like, whoa. And then the program of the Jack character is there, and it's like, Oh, wow, this is, this is the Jack story. Oh, yeah, okay, hold on now until some memory comes up. Oh, yeah, I'm in the States. Oh, yeah, I'm married. I'm, and it's like slowly, 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 the program starts, starts coming into the awareness of pure consciousness because it's just a program. It's never me waking up in the bed. It's just the program of the Jack character recognized as a program. I can't remember what your question was. I'm sure I went to the very
1: roundabout way. It's good. Go ahead, please. You're doing great. You're basically, you're describing the way we project the world. Yes. But you're doing yes. it consciously. Yes. You're knowing it that you're doing that. Yes, For us, when we wake happening. up, the movie begins.
0: Yeah, it's just movie. It's but you wake we up we're doing the bed. it unconsciously. We don't yes. know any better. Because, because the space isn't there... To recognize what you are prior to your own movie because you're too friggin' interested in your own movie. movie. That's it, you know, you're too interested in your own movie, and that's how, what consciousness is doing. It's, it's believing its own story, it's believing its own so
6: thing. So 99.9% of you is in the space, and then there's a little amount.
0: Something comes out, and, and then this Jack program starts yeah, up. Yeah. And I'm, it's always known that it's just a program, it's, it's just, just software.
6: Yeah.
0: And what we're doing here, we're rewiring the software of pure we consciousness. Are. We are. That's all we're doing. We're rewiring the software of pure consciousness. And you know your pure consciousness because you're letting yourself be pliable, malleable. You're letting your your windows be opened up. So you know know that there's a software piece here that's not quite what you are. In some way it's not that believable. You see? So that's what we're doing. Like open up the windows. Come on, let's break down the software a little bit. So so that's the game of pure consciousness, you No, know? It creates maya and it dissolves maya. It kind of goes out into the deepest part where the suffering happens and it pulls back again. Nothing is lost, nothing is gained. It's just doing this wave, you know? And I'm saying it's a wave because, like, in deep sleep, you recede completely. And you wake up in the morning and thump! The movie gets turned on. But it's not there at night, you know? It's not there at all.
1: What was your question? So, where was I going? Uh, omniscience.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so... If the software of the jack character can be played, and manifestation at the same time can happen at the at, at the other levels that are much much finer, then then the manifestation that happens through the jack character has all that richness, mm. and that's that's the cities, cities you yeah. see, Th- those 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 gifts and those oh. things that happen. So 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 the. Mm, is, is, anything can happen all of the time. Now, the deeper we get into a personalized perspective, the more it narrows, the, the, the less opportunity there are for miracles wow. because the limitations are coming in. So a miracle is something profound whereas what you are as pure consciousness. is like, well, what the heck is a miracle? I'm all of it. Yeah. I mean, wh- what can be a miracle? I'm doing all of it. Yeah. You're saying that one part is a miracle and one part is normal and that's expected yeah. and that's not. And that's... I'm all of it. So it's not dividing up and seeing things as extraordinary. Mm-hmm. So it can rush through with any part of itself right down to the little tip of, of, you know, I can't remember his name. <laughs> the guy in Bangalore passed away a few years. Satya Sai Baba. Sai Baba. See, yeah, yeah. So, so, you see, so it pushes through like this. And... and it, It's just how the wiring happens, you know, it's just how the wiring happens. Mm
1: -hmm. So uh, the the miracle of the powers comes with the uh, taxonomy, the hierarchy. Yes. If you are an individual soul, Mm -hmm. the ultimate, the the lowest on the totem pole, Mm -hmm. then you're not going to have any powers because you are embodied. you embodied
0: You might have, you might have, but they probably won't be too spectacular.
6: Right.
0: You can have. There's always exceptions, you know. It's like it's like okay. Oh, sure, we we'll give you we we'll give you 98 just to make a point. 98 Rolls Royces just to make a point, you know. So it's like okay, just just to break the limits of the mind. We we'll give this you know person who's like a, an alcoholic gambler. We will give him this gift of healing. Pop, you know. It's it's why not just to like whoa, and it helps it helps the mass the mass consciousness. To see that there are exceptions all the time, and it introduces the idea of the unlimited. Mm-hmm. You see.
1: So they are used for beneficial purpose. Yes, everything. Not is... for self aggrandizing. Yes, right? yes. So, say, Maharishi Bhagwan, for example. He, uh, you know, Robert Adams saw him in his crib as a white figure coming in, you know, mm-hmm. and then later on he saw the book as, oh my God, that's the figure. That's the. Man. That's what he went to When he went to Yoga randa. Yeah. So, but he was in an embodied form, Tirumalai. Yes. He, so, was he because he was abiding firmly in that plane that he was able? To, I mean, those powers were attached to him automatically. Is that
0: it's like it's attached, um, it's, it doesn't have to be attached to the form, it's in the trajectory. Yes, and it can move through the form mm-hmm. or not. It usually moves quite a lot through the form if you're very clear. And Ramana was very clear. So, of course, there's nothing black of it, mm-hmm. blocking it. And Saibab Sai was very clear, so there's nothing blocking it. Does it have to run through? It doesn't. There's exceptions to everything. Because there were absolutely great, wonderful sages, had no miracles at all. And there were some who could absolutely do everything and anything. So it seems to be... It, 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 it's optional. It's not a compulsory thing. There's too much evidence for both ways you know yeah. but that, there's some potency for sure because you, you feel it if you're in the presence of somebody who's seen the truth you yeah. feel something mm. most people do anyway so there's some potency coming through and my and, consciousness makes up their mind my consciousness does it whether how much potency or if it's going to manifest as something spectacular if it's going to be subtle or <coughs> consciousness does what it needs to do but you don't care because you're not the form
1: it's, um it's an epiphenomenon. In other words, it's just a byproduct.
0: Yes, it's a byproduct.
8: Right. Mm.
1: Now, there's one famous sentence in the Vedas that God, Self and Guru are the same. Mm. You know, mm. because these, these are tantamount. Mm. And then you have, in your book, you talk about grace mm. and you define grace as only coming from the Self mm. and love coming from the Self. Mm. So all these things are coming from the Self, the God, the Guru. It may be an external manifestation. Yeah, or
0: pu- yeah, or pure consciousness, as right. we tend to be calling it this weekend. But right. yes, yes, it, it's the same thing, isn't it? It's it's that it's that clear line in manifestation,
1: mm-hmm.
0: manifesting it from formless to form.
1: So, what does grace mean? What's an experience of grace?
0: Grace is a is a great term for making an exception to the law of cause and effect. Mm. Because and grace the law of
1: cause and effect will apply karma only to the embodied form, like yes, conventional world. Yes. Right? There's no law of karma in the in the in, no. the, in, the, in the non-phase.
0: No. Right? There's no yeah. law of karma. No, there right. isn't. It doesn't So is make that sense. the
1: way to explain the causes and conditions for this upheaval, like the the genocide and this and that? Is that the causes and conditions ripening to do that?
0: We can say it like that. If if we need cause and effect to apply f- to apply to it, if you're looking for a reason of why there's so much pain. You're going to find a cause for it. Or is that just an explanation? It's, of course it's an explanation, okay. to satisfy the cause and effect law, yeah. of course. Okay. But it's valid at that phenomenal level, you know? And so grace is never earned. So it gives it an opportunity of like, hey, there's a little, a little exception to the law of cause and effect. Of course the cause and effect is only within such a limited, dense area anyway. But I mean, if I drop my, my, my mug, my mug is going to, you know, This there's water on the floor, so, so at some level, at the densest level of this glass, there is cause and effect, sure. Of course, there's a space for it. But as regards having anything to do with what you are, not at all. And so grace is this fantastic opening to show you, you know what? Sometimes there's no cause. There's just no cause. Grace comes, you can beg for it, you can cry for it, but it'll come when it'll come. You can't make it happen. You can't control it. And so it allows that chink in the cause and effect.
2: Mm.
1: So is that like the reincarnation concept is also a convenient tool to explain the conventional world?
0: Yes, it's a very convenient tool for explaining something. But secondly, when there is identification, when there is I am the body, I am the mind, I am my thoughts, I am the character, that's a a lump of thick energy that needs to seek resolution. And so that energy does move it does seek resolution if the body dies and there's still identification that piece of energy moves it goes somewhere does it doesn't it go directly into another uh, soul someplace go directly into a fetus or something you know rarely as cleanly as that really? it's rarely that clean rarely it usually splinters off into different desire pockets to get broken up as specific desires for desires to seek resolution mm. Because the desire is what creates the identity really.
2: Yeah, there's there's always
0: I there. with yeah. the with desire, you see. Yeah. So so it's like it's you know, it's like um, it's like a layman's understanding for how the energy of identification continues. Reincarnation is the layman's understanding. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more sophisticated. It splinters off, there can be part of something and part of somebody else just just coming in just just to find resolution, just to get nurtured in a specific way in order to break it up, break it up the identity. That's what consciousness is trying to do, trying to break up the illusory part, trying to manifest through going out and coming back. You know? Mm -hmm. So there's a place for reincarnation, yes. There's a place for it.
1: Then there's the Buddhist philosophy about you know, hells and animals and then humans yeah. and then gods and then yeah. pure land. Yeah. And then, you know, there is a talk about virtuous action versus non-virtuous action. You know, and cherishing others. Yes. Being a virtuous action versus self-cherishing. Yes. Being busy. That's what the Shanti was saying. Is that just a heuristic method to teach people to behave?
0: Exactly. Exactly. To give people an understanding so that they won't go into the intellect too much to give you an understanding that's plausible and makes sense in order to just let it go and do what's important yes. and be mindful and focus and go in and find out who you are. Okay. This,
7: you have. Your direct access ended an awful lot thought Yoga devotional uh, of and you got to come up.
0: This is a whole topic. No,
7: are, are you oh done, Sri I'm done. Yeah. 4, years. Thanks.
0: You've been around for four thousand years.
7: No, that, Bhakti. Oh, Bhakti? Yeah, sure, sure. Just, just a quick question, yeah. I, because your direct uh, access sounds a lot like Bhakti. It has nothing to do with the intellect. It has to do with devotion. I can't tell you for sure if a Bhakti follower has to be a devotee and and have someone. In a form that no, not you're necessary. To, but my understanding is, you can follow the Bhakti path and have almost no intellectual, which is another way of reaching okay nirvana or whatever. you're, okay. you're doing yes, and, but you don't have to know anything.
0: Okay, you don't have to know anything, but an understanding comes mm-hmm. because it reveals itself. You don't have to know it but we live in a culture of where we like to understand.
7: Well, yes and no, because like my grandmother had a certain belief system and she was essentially doing bhakti yoga, but it was a a very uh, basic, uh, uh, as-written Christianity, you know, the tents and all the stuff, Uh and Mary fee and all that stuff. Uh But it worked for her, and she wasn't necessarily happy. She wasn't necessarily, because that's all body emotion. But she existed within the the, the hardships of her life. Yes. Very well. Yes. The same way that Hinduism and Buddhism, one of the benefits is that while we're in form, it it allows us to learn and manifest these emotions. So like you said, whether they're desires or non desires, it doesn't matter. Each one I'm just going to leave this body into doing or not doing, and when I get into doing, uh, or doing duality, like he said for everyone, uh, then I get split automatically if I'm in duality, because before. How can
0: you be in duality? There's a, there, there's only you in duality, like. Yes. You can't be outside of duality. Because That's there's why I'm no saying who.
7: I or you, it does, it's immaterial because those are personal pronouns. Okay. And if a personal pronouns okay. means that you're in duality. duality oh, all right. Automatically.
0: Yeah, if it's believed. But our language doesn't have any other alternative. but underneath that
7: is mm-hmm. Gnostic knowledge uh, or something like Gnostic knowledge. Yeah. Uh, which is the form, formless. Which is the? The formless.
0: The formless. What do you believe yourself, of, or have you learned this? Have you read this, or where are you at yourself?
7: Where do I see myself?
0: Yeah, where are you at yourself? Ask? Where are you at? I'm
7: sorry, my British uh, uh, family is (laughs) over there. It's not here. Go ahead.
0: Ask? Like A-S-K? No, A-T. Where are you at? Uh, Are you telling me stuff that you've read, or stuff that you've found out to be true, or...?
7: Both. Experiential. I mean, I've seen, quote, manifestations. I don't believe that dreams aren't shared. I believe that one of the things that people who are connected, which we all supposedly are in the collective unconsciousness, are in the formless, being all connected, that we share dreams.
0: Okay. I believe. That's what I go after. Who's the fellow who believes this about dreams?
7: Uh, well, a lot of people do. Uh, no,
0: no, you. I'm oh, talking me. about this I. Per- you this- said this- I believe. Oh, why do I
7: believe? Because I've watched it no. action.
0: I, I'm after that fella. Who is that I who has those beliefs that watch something in action?
7: That's the, that's the personal experience, I, that you were talking about. See, okay, I and is
0: that you? Is
7: and that is me? Is that you? That's me in terms of this, but that's not non-me. You use the Taoist expression, nothing is lost, nothing is gained, okay. which is mainly Taoism,
0: okay. uh,
7: or a proportion of Taoism. Okay,
0: but uh, let's And, and I'm saying you the now. same thing. Right.
7: For, I, I, I manifest this in a, in a way that I, with the formless, manifest this in a way that you can perceive it, which is the empty space, is the energy and the electrons as the form. Yes? Uh, it's, 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 it's the fact that what do you do with all this empty space? So if I could really see, quote, you beyond form, which I think most of us see periodically is that we see beyond form, and we see the emptiness, like the
0: yeah, sure, 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 you know, yeah. like
7: the silence. Uh huh. It took me a long time to get a feel for that. Listen to the silence between the bells. You know. Uh huh. So, so I'm just a manifestation of what's convenient in this play or this movie. Okay. I've been in both places: the audience and. The it, it
0: it 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 feels like. It feels like there's something that, that hasn't been seen through in the manifestation part. That's what it feels like that you're talking from. Because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking behind what you're saying to see what's going on here, what's going on. And, and it, 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 it just feels like that, that a conceptual understanding has in some way almost justified, it's like too strong a word, but has, all, has validated, validated manifestation to the point that manifestation, manifestation, it doesn't, I don't feel, rather than what, that's not really what you're saying, I'm kind of going behind it. The manifestation and how, how, how you're, you're presenting manifestation, validate, validates it to be more real than actually what it really is. It's a little bit fainter than that. It's almost like it's justifying it. It's very subtle what I'm talking about. I
7: understand if I were in the subtle body and in the formless condition I wouldn't be here. Me wouldn't be but, here. But
0: but what Okay, so the me the me wouldn't be here. But but what is the me that thinks it's here? Yeah.
7: The me that thinks I'm here is a manifestation. Me no it's 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 looking it's taking the Maya and saying for right now i'm here i mean like be it's, here be now it, he's sitting over in a wheelchair in, in Kauai right now and he, you know still here still now you know and, and he's giving these things that he's done for 50 years I mean, since the 70s you know been, sure i have limited exposure to all of this since about the 70s on experiential uh, okay. no on, on ideas Concepts, learnings, yes. five days with the, you know Nhat Hanh and the boys, and, yes, and yes. I, I'm just—you're right because I don't know what any of it is. Yes, like Bill Clinton, uh, what's the meaning of is? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to give time for the the, the form to react. Sure. Uh, but what I'm saying is that I don't know what the formless is either. No matter if I conceptually grasp but, but it, but the not. mind
0: doesn't. But what you are knows it, huh?
7: I, I I think knowing. I think we pass Gnosticism or knowing, to where knowing isn't part of formlessness at all. Uh, the The best description I've ever heard is the one on electrons and the space in between. It used to be ether and the empty spaces. And now it's this. And, Okay this. This yeah it's all I mean it's all, it's if all we
0: started on Friday night, we've been in a very different place, yeah no, no, so no, no, it's no, no. like it's like there's a lot of head energy coming in and it's like uh, it's, yeah, I don't,
7: I, don't it's, mind. I, I have to start weaving all over again it's like no. Yeah. no problem I'm just yeah. curious on the bhakti is direct access all so. um
0: the bhakti is a path, it's not a direct path because because you know, it's a technique for living, fine. Every path is a technique for living. You know, anything, m- mindfulness, anything is a path te- technique for living. It's all going to ease a bit of suffering if it comes from a, you know, a, a good place originally. And with but devotion, you know, it'll take you to a certain point, but it doesn't show you what you are because the one who's being devoted has to be seen through. And, and that's, that's what needs to happen, huh? The devotion will become the block it will become the block at the end because there's somebody being devoted to something else. So it falls down at the very last straw, at the very last moment. It it turns out to be the last moment because devotion has to fall down because it's somebody being devoted to nature, to something. It's an activity. It gets replaced by devotion arising. Not going anywhere, but just a, a movement, a movement, directionless, objectless movement. And devotion turns into that. But while subject-object is running, you can't just have devotion to nothing. You can't just say, I'm just going to crack up devotion. You can't. It's like the heart starts opening, and and it works through the heart as opposed to the mind. And if the heart is what takes you there, the understanding will come. It'll just show you. It'll just show you. And it's like, I didn't ever read a book. Do you know? And and look at him. I mean, it was incredible what, what came out of him, you know? So... That's fine, you know, and we can, we, can, we can play with different traditions and different things that I haven't read at all. You know, we can talk about those different approaches, but at the end of the day, it's just about you. It's about the man who is sitting in the chair there and, and the aspect of, well, what really is it? And is there contentment in the character? And is there some recognition that there is more? And can that be allowed to expand
7: I wouldn't be here if I didn't believe that. So yes. Right.
0: Then let that expand.
7: Let's
0: let that expand. Here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it might be that it might be that you've read enough that you've took it, taken in enough, because you've a huge amount of knowledge, huge amount of knowledge. And, 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 and what about the part of you that, that can't use
7: that? That's where the practice comes in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: I do, of course. If you don't
7: sit on the cushion, you can't get the benefit Sure. Sit sitting on the cushion. Yeah. And the sitting on the cushion will take you to a place of non-awareness, but I don't know what that place is. Because I've never it, been there with any consciousness.
0: But but, is it known? Is it somehow, is there some resonance somewhere with it? Uh, for me or for you? Yeah, for you.
7: Heck, I, it, it's, no knowing. It, it doesn't matter to me to be aware of the unaware. I'm fine with will-way action, no action. I'm fine yeah. with knowing, not knowing. I, yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Because I'm not supposed to do right now that which I'm not supposed to do.
0: Okay. Because Albert. I've
7: got blocks.
0: Okay. So, f- f- when attention is retracted from the personal, impersonal, the I am, and it's retracted home, and attention is at home, swallowed up. It's just not active. The form goes into the natural state. This can be recognized. This is something that phenomenally, uh, that that one can align with, and it's very useful. Do you know? Oh yeah. And then when the natural state is at play, there is a a pointer you can use to go prior, go prior, go prior. Now, sure, of course the eye can't go there and it can't be known cognitively, and and that's fine, that's fine. But there is knowing in it. There is some resonance there. And I, I would just encourage you to let there be opening, an opening for that for that to in some way for some some energetic alignment to happen when what you really are is 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 not contaminated by the filters of the impersonal and the personal because I've tried like in the last few minutes to like come around this from different angles and it feels like the concept is going to come in really fast and say it's not knowable I'm not I'm no, I'm fine with the not knowing and it's like what you're really doing is you're blocking off the resonance of the body-mind, the state of the body-mind that, that, that manifests as the outward manifestation when attention is not anywhere, when there's just pure consciousness moving all of it without the filters of the intellect and stuff. Do you see?
7: I see exactly what I'm supposed to see right now. That's, what, that's where I think oh. the confusion is. You know, I, I don't need to go into the tent and, and be healed because I think everyone's a healer. Personal opinion, uh, just because the Christian Bible may say uh, spiritual gifts, and most uh, spiritual programs talk about spiritual gifts. Okay. It's, a, it's not... In, and does it come from the formless? I'm happy if it comes from the formless. Yes. And it, but everyone doesn't have it at a given point in time. Most people don't manifest being able to heal until a certain time is ready. You talked about it in some of your answers to the gentleman's question. You're not ready to be a healer until you have that love for yourself that then you can actually heal instead of hurt someone else.
0: And do you see how quickly your mind goes into theory? Yeah. It's that theory? Um, it's story.
7: It's all story. Yes. It's all sorry. I, I can't I manifest anything except a story. I'm not an avatar, okay? I'm not sitting here no, manifesting. I know myself, that. I know I'm,
0: that. I'm just after I'm just after the part of you that is hiding from me.
7: Yeah, whatever I can do to open up to that, yeah give me some guidelines so I'll be glad yeah. to do it.
0: So if you can see how mind goes into a story about others. If you can see that, how it goes into talking about others and moves away about talking about your own personal phenomenal experience. When, when I go near talking about your own personal phenomenal experience, you, you, give, me, you give me text.
7: Do you I'm want not criticizing eyes? it. No,
0: no, no. no, no I'm I not understand. criticizing at all. You, I'm
7: just uh, remembering back. Okay, so you want eye experiences and my on my on my experiences, which I'm more than happy to share. Manifestations <laughs> of things being able to see past form, being able to pay attention to the form yeah, as it manifests no, itself. No, not
0: after that either. I,
7: and I I I I don't know what you're referring to, yeah. except I have had total disintegration of who me and I is. Yes. I've had that happen. And yes. it's it just it's yes. a got kind of psychological term, but what happened to me was yeah. everything blew up into like shooting stars. And, yes. and my there was no me or yes. I yes. anymore. Yes. And I was consciously there. Yes. As if there was no I or me. Yes. And there was just an explosion of stars and lights. And yes. I was not there for that period of time. Yes. Are me. Yes. Are you?
0: Yes. There was none of that there. There's none of it there. Zero. Yes.
7: So I I do believe you can have a conscious awareness of it, but I don't believe it happens very often to those of us who are grasshoppers. You know?
0: Did it Did it move? Did it Did it Did the personal I come back in yes. full force again?
7: No, different, changed. It's just like I I just finished forty five days of essentially heart rehabilitation, and I've come out of that with a different I, me, you. Yes but it okay. carries with it some of the same elements because I live in the same world that I live in until I change my perception of that, which a lot of people believe is the miracle. Yeah. Change the perception.
0: So when when the starburst happened and there was no I, me, you, duality, non-duality, all of it was gone, was there a seeing that that was what capital R reality was? Or was that... Is it just an experience, or was there a recognition that that was reality? Well, oh,
7: the same time, no, no. What, what I recognized for me mm-hmm. is that was the disintegration of personality, I, me, you. It all went away. Okay. It was gone.
0: So when it comes back, does it have, you saying it's different, but does it have the same authenticity?
7: It... it, it, it I think what happens when I have experiential things, which I've had a lot of, yeah. uh, uh, and most people sitting here have a lot of, because they want to talk, enlarge no, that. Talk,
0: talk about you, talk about you. Yeah.
7: I've uh, found that it always changes my perception. i become more open and, and to what your book might say, what the, the, the Vedic tradition might say, what half of yoga has taught me, what this has taught me, on beyond a, a chit chat. Yes. Because I can go there yes. if I want to. Okay. But I'm not ready to go there. I was talking to the lady I was with that I'm, I don't suffer anymore. Yes. Okay. Doesn't mean I can't suffer. But yes. I just go through a little bit of pain. Yes. Because I still want to be attached. I want to be formed, I want to be attached. Yes. I'm accepting pain as a price tag for attachment. Yes, and I'm okay with that. but I won't be because I used to suffer all the time yes, and I chose not to suffer anymore. yes, and I don't suffer anymore.
0: so so what what I'm hearing is when you say, but I'm okay with that it's 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 like you have an understanding of what it's of what it, what is playing and there's an acceptance of what is playing. That's going to keep you at a plateau. That's, that's a kind of a, a trick loop thinking. Because you can recognize what's playing and then there's an acceptance of what's playing. That's, that's going to maintain the level of attachment and that, mm, I don't have to put a rocket under that.
7: Well, I'm. I'm older than you, and I have to rest more. (laughs) I can make great spiritual growth when I'm open and younger uh, because all of a sudden it's all new. Every time I pick up a a, a manifestation of of what you're talking about, it's all new. Yeah. But you know, when you go through your 50th or 60th presentation of the same information that That is contained, because I used to sit around every morning and read various spiritual books. Okay. You know, just for for me, not to give anybody anything. Okay, okay. And and it all is essentially the same, it's just the path, like yoga, the the yoga paths, or this path. Yes. And and it's all the same thing, in my opinion, but we each need different things at different points in our life. Yes, of course to, to maintain the plateau and not go backwards, but also to prepare myself and to allow the experience, the I experience, to go on so I can go to a different level that I'm supposed to go to.
0: Okay, okay. See if you can recognize, in your own time, see if you can recognize when there is a a realization of the experience that's happening Followed by the acceptance of it. The acceptance has penetrated to such a point that the acceptance is allowing the ego to accept its own existence, which is false. The acceptance is no longer your friend.
7: That my dad would like to say divine discontent is a stepping stone to the next level. And once you get to the point where you understand the ego is helping you reach the divine, if you want to use that word or grace or whatever, whatever it is, and you said it in your talk, you know uh, these experiences are necessary; these desires are necessary. Because, and go ahead and experience them, because you're going to experience them sooner or later. Okay. So, so can
0: you see what I said might be significant for you? It's all right. Can
2: you the my
7: world?
0: Can you, see, can you see how acceptance has you caught? Yeah. Can you see it? And
7: I'm okay with it.
0: So you've accepted that acceptance is the block. So now is we're one perpetuating of the it. the blocks,
7: desire. No,
0: no, hold up. No, no. But you see, by saying that, you're maintaining the blocks. That's okay. And you now you've accepted it again.
7: I know. I'm telling you yes because I need to rest. Right now, I've been through a lot of experiences okay. it, 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 just, recently.
0: Just, just to consider—that's the only thing I can oh, give.
7: Huh?
0: Right, is just in a few weeks, whenever you feel up to it. It's like really have a look at acceptance, because it has now become the problem.
7: I understand. What okay. You're just this is resting time, and this is regeneration. Uh, listen, you don't you have don't. to
0: justify it. I'm just saying you can use that if you want. That's the most powerful I thing I can expi- give you right
7: explaining. now. Explaining, I'm not justifying because I'm perfectly fine with your approval or not approval. Yeah, someone... I'm not
0: approving or disapproving, but I'm here to to give what I can give. You know, right. so that's it. And thank you. Yeah, not I at all. It. No problem. I appreciate it. No problem. Okay. Like that. Yeah.
3: Straight after her. Hi. So i wanted to come up friday night i'm ragda mcafee by the way hi kinky um and earlier today as well but i didn't really have a burning issue or yeah. burning so i created a list of kind of non-burning things
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay and we don't have to go through you know no we're fine um so in my life the first 20 years of my life anxiety played no role. Okay. Whatsoever. Just high on life, didn't care what anybody thought about anything, wasn't really aware, I guess, of caring or non-caring. But then the last 20 years of my life, it has played a huge role. But the last six months, it has dissipated significantly, but it's still residing a little bit. So I guess I think I know why it's there. All right. Um, why is it there? I think it's an obstacle that I have to move through to, to get deeper, to go deeper, to know my true self. All right. It's one of the blocks All right. that has presented itself in my life. All right. So, and I feel like over the last few months, I've made giant strides, but there's like this little residue, like you said, Friday night, it goes, it just totally goes when you are, when you know the self, like the anxiety is not there anymore, so why, why is it, I guess, I say I know why, but I want to ask you why is it still there? What,
0: what, what, okay, so, so what belief is it showing you? When it's active, what beliefs are you running?
3: It's feeling. You know.
0: Yeah. Um, and can you get the thought that's beneath the feeling?
3: Yeah, and I've thought about it a lot. You know, it's typically a fear of not being good enough or not being smart enough. Okay. Um, so then, these beliefs, you have to turn
0: them upside down, huh?
3: Right. Yes. Because I am good enough, and I am.
0: And what's good smart. enough? Well, well, like, what's our standard anyway? Right. I mean, what. Yeah. Because what the ego will do is, you know, I'm not good enough. And you know what it'll do? When you start to become good enough, it'll move the
3: goalposts. It just is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just, you know, yeah, like it doesn't matter. Okay, it, yeah.
0: It, yeah. So, so, so trying to be good enough won't work. And mm-hmm. it, if, it's, if you're on the spiritual path, it won't work. It won't work because we'll always, the standard, that's what the ego does. It will do anything to perpetuate itself. Mm-hmm. Do anything to, it kind of backfires. You know, the very thing that used to work it, it perpetuates the ego. So, so at this point, seeing, seeing that, you know, whether I'm good enough or not good enough, can we throw out both of those ideas?
3: Yeah.
0: That's a much cleaner way around it rather than I I am good enough. I am good. You can do that, but it actually mightn't work because there'll be something else where you're not good enough. Life will keep showing you that the pattern itself, the whole pattern has to go. You don't Mm -hmm. have to make it right. The pattern is the problem.
3: Right. And there's always this, it's almost like a burning sensation in the same side of huh. my neck. Like, uh. and it used to be super intense and like it's here now, you know, because I'm yeah. talking about it, I'm bringing it forward yeah. and it, I feel it and I can't even just think about it and sometimes that kind of like this just heat. Yes. Huh. And so I've been told that it's past life related also, but I don't want to cling to that either. Yeah. I just want to move through it and yeah. be done. Yeah.
0: Yeah, sure, sure. Have you come across Byron Katie?
3: Just Facebook quotes, but okay. more than
0: that. YouTuber, because she has, um, or Bible, book, whatever, she has uh, four steps, which turns a belief upside down. And you literally go through these four steps with like, I'm not good enough. And you have a look at it. Okay, is it true? And you, you look through these four steps and at the end of it, you kind of see, oh my God, that's really what's, what's, what's underpinning that belief.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's a very good way if you've got specific two or three beliefs which cause the anxiety, which you have, you, you, know, you know there's thoughts below before the, the feeling, so therefore the, the thoughts they're actually not true at all. They're based mm-hmm. on something else. So rather than fixing the thoughts and just turning them around, you've got to get a deeper understanding. Get a deeper understanding that actually they're, they're just garbage. I just learned them along the way. They're mm-hmm. garbage. They're not useful for me anymore. Might have been useful one time, but they're really not useful anymore. So that kind of distance from them. But as long as you think you need them, you're not going to crack the anxiety.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If you think that those beliefs are protecting you in some way, like if your standard will go to pot, unless you're trying to be good enough. You know there must be ways somewhere subtly, some subtle ideas of why you're hanging on to those thoughts, those beliefs, mm-hmm. and that's what's worth exploring because that's getting them by the
3: root. Right. Okay. Mm. Do you know the name of the book? Byron Katie's book. I the, think work? the work. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Low word is, yeah. Oh, loving, loving, loving what is? Oh, yeah. loving what is? Loving what is? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The methodology is the, of the about, work. Yeah yeah yeah
0: the works.com yeah, is a website yeah okay loving what is that's right she's yeah yeah it's she's she's great okay
3: yeah um, and then talking about the spiritual path and the journey and incorporating that with the thick of motherhood and getting glimpses of it here and there and you know any advice on I don't know just you know these four children that I have are Real and I care for them, and it's you know I can't. They're as real them. as Ragda. Is real. I know, yeah. You know, yeah.
0: They're, they're as real as Ragda. So to say something else is real is like actually that's because I believe I'm real. Right. That's why.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Does it feel heavy, the responsibility of being the mom of four boys?
3: Sometimes, yes, and sometimes not at all.
0: Okay, all right. Okay, okay, that's not one of your catches then. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. <clears throat> ah, kids are great teachers. Yeah. They really are. I mean, it's full on. Um, and your kids are going to learn whatever it is that, wherever you're at, your kids are just going to pick it up by osmosis. So whatever you do for them, there's going to be a knock-on there. And the flip side is that they're going to be your teachers. They are your teachers. They're going to press mm-hmm. your buttons. If there's a button, they'll find it. Right. Do you know?
3: Regularly. So
0: use it. It's like you're in the hot house of spiritual growth, having yes. four children. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's like saying, I'm in the hot house of spiritual growth, so how can I do my spiritual path? And it's like, what? Your spiritual it's path it is, is it. there. That is what I live. That is it right that is it so if you can if you can just in your head kind of just see it i do
3: yeah great
0: that that's great that's great because because then there isn't there isn't a division between your life and your spiritual path Mm -hmm. it's it's actually the one thing we've traditionally kind of we kind of imagine that it must be about quietness or stillness or meditation or yoga or something actually it's like it's 24/7 it's all of it, it's, yeah. it's the moment you wake up to the moment that your your yeah. REM sleep stops you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's everything like up to about 4 hours a night you know yeah it's it's all of it so every moment is the spiritual path if there is no space for quiet time it might be Five minutes under a tree. If that's all you get, that will be enough. That mm-hmm. will be enough. And you know, if it's a furnace and a hot house, then yeah, fine. Let, let it be a furnace and a hot house, of them pressing your buttons. The thing is to just be as present and as focused as you can to see what's being challenged all the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you know? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, so where's the clash?
3: Where is the clash? Yeah. You know. It just kind of will come fast, and it's usually when I react, when I'm not centered or grounded or in my there you go space. Yes, you know it's just it's like I can be there, and then wham I'm out, and then oh okay I'm back and I'm happy and everything is great, and yes. then wham I'm out, and then you know it's like yes. this constant yeah yeah. So it's just yeah. challenging, but it's still great. Yeah. Yes.
0: That's wonderful. Because if you didn't have the boys, you wouldn't know when you had lost your plot when if you were in there believing, you know, believing that what's happening in front of you is the world. Yeah. And that's all of it. That's the total totality of the world. You know, and and when it's happening like that great, something happens, there's a crisis and you lose the plot and stuff and it's like, okay, it's throwing you back out. How perfect is that? Mhm. Mhm. Do you know Mm -hmm. So, if it's really tough to be centered, sure, the spiritual path can be tough. Sure, it can. But you're learning vigilance. You're Mm -hmm. learning to be aware 24-7. You're learning to watch all the time. And that's that movement from the personal to the impersonal, Mm -hmm. where we're observing all the time. You know? And some of us, yeah, Jack character spends years observing, 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 and really refining the observing. Mm Do you know? Mm -hmm. So that there. are And it was just all the time, for years. It's just like, okay, this is just what I do, you know? Just observer mode, continuously. And to get that refined is a really, really, really thorough way. Really thorough. Because those who jump into something very deep, they can't sustain it. And it's like a one-soft glimpse, and you're back in again. And then something gets kind of... It's tough. You know, it's Mm -hmm. tough on some level then, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. You know? Because you've had some glimpse. Mm -hmm.
3: I was going to say, so when you say you observed for a long time, so as a mom, it's just kind of being there, being present, living. Yes. But with the observer's perspective?
0: Yes. Is that what you mean? Yes, exactly. Just watching the Ragda character be mom. Letting Mm -hmm. the role be played by what you really are. The role of mom is being played. The role of being a wife is being played. So in the observer mode... You, you, you can't not, um, it's not, ah, okay, here's what I'm trying to say, it, it's, it's not around getting it right, it's around being okay with whatever flows through the character, right. because in observer mode, there's no right and wrong, because if the character is being centred, it's quite likely that she'll have a set of ideas of how she should be behaving, of what's the right thing to do. In observer, none of that is playing. Mm-hmm. Do you see the difference? Mm-hmm. that there's a like a surrender to whatever moves through the form and it's trusted there's a trust there mm-hmm. to allow the ragda character to, to to do what she can do
3: right so i'm thinking what you're saying i do experience if i'm understanding you correctly through sometimes through mothering but um always through teaching yoga like i i don't plan a class i've never played yes. a class i just go in i don't know what's Gonna come out of my mouth. What I'm gonna do. Uh-huh. What pose is after the next pose? And uh-huh. it's just like when I get there, it just the, it just flows, you yes. know. And yeah. Are you becoming like me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're my teacher. <laughs> no, so I, I mean, I don't know if that's
0: yes. So the, so the the zone you're in when you're teaching yoga. What would that be like if you parented from that role? And I do sometimes.
3: Okay, and it's pure joy. It's total love. It's just like a.
0: Even if there's chaos and the boys are killing each other? Yeah, sometimes. Yes, you see, that's the thing. So it's like, let the Ragda character get out of the way. She mm-hmm. doesn't need to be centered and perfect in doing the right no. thing at all.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's about observing her. Let her get out of the way. And what flows through her is fine. Mm-hmm. So it's like you go into observer. It's like, okay, okay, there's an observation of what's going on here. Now, Ragda, go to the side. Mm-hmm. With your own ideas of how it should be,
3: go to the side. Mm-hmm. You're off. And even whether it's positive or negative, like the other day, and for years, I would cry, you know, like crying was a sign of weakness for me. But over the last 10 years, you know, that's totally gone away. So if I feel the urge to, if the emotions come up, they, I let them out. Great. And maybe four or five days ago, they were coming up and I can sense when they're coming up, you know, but I, and I do sometimes will hold it until I know I can have a release without affecting everybody around me. You know, I don't want to just break down in front of all my kids. Oh, what's wrong? Sure, sure, yeah. And I don't even do it that often. But the other day, um, it was so great to just, I just went to my room and just let it out. And it was like, I'm just going to feel this. Like, really feel this and let it go through me and be done with it. Yes. You know? Yes. Like
0: that? Or not. You know, just to feel it. And if it's done, it's done. If it's not, it's not. Right. Just open, open, open open-ended. Because you never know. We just never know when something's done or when it's not. Right. Okay. Okay. So it's like that authenticity to let it expand, you know?
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Being authentic with with what's presenting.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, Another question. When I meditate, I do meditate regularly in the morning. Um, I and this has been going on for years. It, I automatically go here. You know, it's just light here, and even you know, with your class, we did a lot of focusing on the heart and journeys to the heart. And I can get there, but it's it's like I don't know. It's like it's just it, it wants to go here, and there's light here, and I have to work at. At getting the feeling in meditation here. Like throughout life with my children, I just feel this warmth opening in the heart center. Yes. But it's harder to achieve in meditation. So do you know why that is? So so
0: you see a light or you feel a light in your third eye when you start to meditate? I see it. Okay. And 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 feel it. Is, Sometimes there's okay. pressure. Okay. And why is why is is it, is it that you learned that you need to drop into the heart, or where does that come from if it's not organically happening?
3: Yeah, I, you hear it all the time. You know, it's. Um, you were saying it earlier, you know, you have to open the heart in order kind to. Kind of purify it, really. Yeah. Right, yeah. You yeah. were saying, that's what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, you have to just shed it and keep shedding and shedding yeah. and go back and make sure it's yeah. clear.
0: Yeah.
3: And it's not that I feel like it's blocked or that. I don't
0: know. If if the organic meditation practice is focusing that strongly on your third eye, I wouldn't push it anywhere.
3: Mm -mm. Okay, that's okay. I
0: wouldn't push it anywhere. The heart is being addressed at home. That's for Mm -hmm. sure. Okay. That's all right. That's that's all right. That's fine. (laughs) Okay. Yeah,
3: wouldn't change that one. Okay, good. Mm. And my last question is... Read a little bit about the death and dying process, and you told me about a Tibetan book mm-hmm. that I wrote down. Um, but from your perspective, and I know that you addressed a little bit earlier, I guess when I think of what from what I've read, you know, well, it's all not real anyway. You know, there's no birth, yeah. there's no dying. Yeah. We're just always ever present, always here. But we do go through that process on some level. So, I guess it's what is it like? Is it different for everybody? I've heard that we create our reality here on earth, you know, through the thoughts and actions. And then after we die, it's the same. We create our reality. So, in some ways, I, I feel like, oh, well, if we create our death surroundings, I better know what I want to be surrounded with when I die, you know? Like, <laughs>
0: Yeah, the the manifesting our own reality that works for a while. It's not a hundred percent. You know, it's, you know, it's a little bit like moving through a graph. You know, just just kind of upgrading and upgrading and upgrading, and we do energetically get finer. You know, the densest part being when it's all about me and I can't even see my thoughts. Right up to waking up and way beyond that liberation. And, and as we get finer, the pull to spiritual practice, the pull for getting out of what's, or even cleaning up our diet, it's a, it, it works in different, pe- different ways in different people, but generally lifting your vibration is going on. Now, if, I, if, if we can see that in a graph going up, then the different sections, different things are valid at different layers. So all about me and desires run at the, at the grossest level. And as we step up, like cause and effect. And there's a place where cause and effect isn't valid at all because linear time breaks up so it doesn't link one action with the effect of the action. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. Manifesting your destiny, calling it in, is valid for a bandwidth of that also.
6: Okay.
0: So it wears out. Because if we could all manifest as like, do you know what I'd love now if there was like a thousand bucks actually on the table? Do you know? I mean, and then it should just appear, no? I mean, you know, everybody should be able to manifest something all the time. But really... um. To a certain extent, our, our perception our perception influences what's perceived. This is, this is the situation. Mm-hmm. Scientifically, this is, this is proven. If you add in desire, you're going to sell an awful lot if you tell people, you can create your own reality and this is how. Mm-hmm. So it's actually been contaminated a bit by desire, the whole way, the way it works. Okay. Do you know? Yes. So it'll work for a while. But what the ego will do, will try to use it to control in order to avoid something else. Okay. Okay? So if you can take a leap and say, you know what? This body's going to die. And I'm just going to trust that it'll die successfully. And it probably will. And whether that's in a sudden car accident or if it's an old age in your sleep, be okay with both. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, there's going to be a controller in there who's trying to manage it.
3: Ah, yeah.
0: You can do that, but the higher jump is to be okay with death will happen, and it will be a success Mm
3: -hmm.
0: because we all die successfully,
3: right? And so, what does happen, though? What What does happen? Um,
0: So the body stops functioning, obviously. If there is um, if there is an identity still intact, it continues. That's the thing that moves on. If there is a huge belief system in heaven or a hell, that experience might or might not come. It'll have to get blown up as a belief system in some way. Mm -hmm. So for the little piece of an opportunity for a belief system in a heaven, for example, for that to be blown up, there might be a heaven experience for a while, but it'll be blown up because it's got to be shown that it's not real. It's not good enough. it's It's not the end of the story. It's not a resting place, actually. Do you see yeah. so whatever is believed if it's going to manifest the next reality it will do it for a while but it's got to show that hey you're just you're, you're actually playing with control there
2: mm-hmm. and
0: you manifested this but this won't be good enough either if it's heaven you're going to get bored do you see yeah so it's, it's it, everything along the path has to be not good enough including what you manifest it will be not good enough so you can bypass manifesting something by seeing that you know what it's not going to do it either because mm-hmm. it's not going to do it for you it's not it'll be nice for a while but you'll want something else then mm-hmm. that's how life works no
3: so can we merge back into the oneness
0: <laughs> that's unity consciousness and that's not good enough either that, that, yeah you can hang out there for a while but it will move from there as well
3: really mm mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, there's a knowing that it's all interconnected that, I mean, even science knows, it's all interwoven. And if you totally have that understanding and, and you've seen it, that, that there is all that oneness, it's like, okay, so what? But it's hailed as this blissful end of suffering. It's, right, yeah. You know, it's like, no. <laughs> Everything is connected, but there's still life, you know. There's still mortgages and there's still traffic jams. and.
3: So we what, we just go to different dimensions, we split... Ourselves apart. Unity consciousness
0: is accessible all the time. You know, you don't have to die for anything. You know, it's like, it's just all consciousness telling a story, but the brain interprets it in a certain way. While there's a physical body, you take away the brain, but consciousness is still having its experience. Mm-hmm. Either through another body or through nothing or through a bird or it doesn't matter. Just in the air, consciousness is still having its experience, you know? Um, so, so in the pulling back like what we've been talking about all weekend in the pulling back of okay fine go to uni- unity consciousness and that lasts for a while and knowing that there is nothing and that lasts for a while and knowing that you're pure consciousness and that lasts for a while and, and the finest perception is seeing that none of this is at all that all, all of this is made of emptiness all of this is made of nothing and there's an exquisiteness in that, you know? An exquisiteness arises in the seeing of that. And the knowing that this isn't real. That's kind of the end of the story, because this isn't real. So the ability to take it really seriously stops, so then it's not serious or heavy anymore, because it's not real.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, 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 you know, consciousness is playing the character in it. Mm. But that's not real either. So, so what's the point? Fun, enjoyed, to be enjoyed. To be enjoyed.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Ultimately, no, there is no point. Ultimately, there's no point. Phenomenally, there's a point in everything, of course. Right. When you're down in the nitty-gritty of subject to object. But no, there's no point. It's just to be enjoyed. It's just consciousness because it can. It does because it can.
3: So it's, it's almost like it's just a force that's there.
0: Yeah, that's what the illusion is. It's a force that's there. It just... And then prior to that...
3: Prior to the force.
0: Uh Aha. That's what waking up is about, is recognizing that the force is just a dream force. Mm. But there's kind of the force to get through a little bit or to understand a little bit. And that's the game. That's what the force offers. Right. Yeah. And prior to the force, it's like, gosh, the force is just a flicker. Just a
3: flicker. But yeah, I do. I believe it's the purpose is just to... Really, experience. Experience.
0: For the awareness. eye, yeah, because the eye experiences. But you're not Ragda. No. But the Ragda I... enables an experience to be
3: registered.
7: Mm-hmm.
3: I guess the emptiness is not experiencing anything. Correct.
0: And it's not empty either. You know, it's emptiness, right. but it's not empty of something. There's nothing absent.
3: So the emptiness is the gap? Is the emptiness the gap? Uh,
0: well, a gap is a, is a way through, no? Is is so like so sliding through the gap?
3: Mm-hmm. Sure, it brings you to the like okay. sure to
0: unity to emptiness. To depends where you land, no? Depends, and it's not even you that's landing there. It's just it's just like a resonance with with the finer vibration of of consciousness of the purity of that force.
3: Mm-hmm. But is it the purity of the force that? I guess it doesn't desire, but I just, like, why, why go through the whole process, you know? I mean, I... I <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. Find out if
0: you're a ragda, and the process mm-hmm. is all over. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And that option is there all the time.
3: Sorry, play of consciousness, you're reading right now. I am, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's
0: it. It's a play, it is a play. Right. Just okay. Energy moving, just because it can't. Mm-hmm. And beyond that is what's real. Because the energy moving is, is the dream. Right. Yes. OK. Thank you. All right. The person alive will never be happy with, with, with the dream story because it actually negates its existence. And it has a trouble with that, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a little bit of mm, a rejection of it. That's normal. That's normal. Right, right,
7: right. Yeah. 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 you want to come up? We were talking about Talos during the Oh, we were. And People there live to be thousands of years old. Yes. And
1: they
0: keep looking like thirty to forty years old. Yes. Yes. Who is that? The Middle Earth. <laughs> oh the Middle <laughs> Earth. Study of the Middle Earth, Under yes, earth. that he's done. Yes. Yes, where time has a different has a different sequence,
8: you know? mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Hi. Hi, John. How are you? thank you. Um you were talking about the intellectual um, awakening? And um, I wanted to ask, like um,
0: (laughs) it's fine, it's fine. Mm. Take your time and just breathe.
8: Liberation. Uh huh. Um, to who does it happen? Yeah. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Phenomenally, we Mm -hmm. say it happens to the character.
8: Okay.
0: But there's nobody there. There's -hmm. nobody anywhere. Mm But, but we, we recognize a character at different stages of evolution.
8: Mm-hmm. What is liberation? Mm.
0: Mm. I only have one way of describing it, really. It is when no thought redirects the movement, the natural movement of life force, vitality, God, the energy, universal energy, whatever that pure consciousness is, it's not contaminated by I should or well I should is is pre-awakening and then it's like oh this is right or this is better or so thoughts don't come in and alter and try to improve upon something because there's no faint controller there's no separation at all all the old old habits burn out just a clear clear vessel clear clear vessel so that the body mind is so clear that just whatever pure consciousness comes through with that's all there is there's no interference
8: so awakening or enlightenment is like the intellectual knowing it's, intellectual. it's
0: on every level yeah. but, but, but some things can be continuing like, like a pattern of anxiety like resistance to something these yeah. things can continue but there's a knowing that you are not the body mind that's the big thing that's enlightenment, yeah. awakening I am not Jack what I am is not
8: Jack that's the intellectual part, knowing it's, that it's,
0: for sure. It's, it's, it's more than intellectual. Because I suppose mm-hmm. I'm saying this because it's not just... Um, yeah, there's an intellectual piece, but I don't want people to get confused because, mm-hmm. because it can't just be in your intellect because you can't just wake up from your neck up.
8: Yeah.
0: Do you know? It has to be kind of in your body, in your gut. Mm-hmm. You've got to know, not just an intellectual yeah. knowing. It's got that deep, absolute certainty that... Yeah. All of this is being imagined. All of this is, it's, it's, uh, what I am is not this. What I am is not this. What so I am like manifests as this. Listening
8: to something and feeling like throwing up, something like that, like. Mm-hmm. Listening to something. to throw up, like. You have that feeling, like, you know. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Be quiet, don't say anymore, you know. You're breaking me down. And I'm disappearing as you speak, you know, like. Stop, don't keep, keep going, you know. That kind of feeling, you know?
0: No, I don't know that <laughs> feeling. <laughs> How do I describe it? That mm-hmm. happens for you? Yeah. And, and who would you be talking to? Your mind or somebody else or...?
8: To you, to the character. To Jack? Jack yeah. Ah, okay. Like, so something stop. is saying stop? Yeah. Ah. Uh, no. Ah. Uh, like... You're messing the whole game up, you know, like, you yes. ruin it. Yes. I have plans, you know. Yes. I want to do this. <laughs> sure. You know, and I'm, you're letting me see too much. Yes. You know, and if I cross that veil. Yes. How am I going to enjoy this play, you know?
0: Without suffering. Yeah. It should be enjoyed without suffering.
8: Well, not suffering, because suffering is part of it, you know. Yeah. And you suffer in this play. Yeah, the you but, does, yeah. Um, I don't know, it's like it's like an intense an intense suffering like touch okay. to the story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. You don't know. Yes. But then when Jack talks and you get to know more, you you can't go back because yes. I already know that. Yes. Know? That's not You've real. Seen through. It's not real. You've seen so, stuff. how can I be so emotionally attached to it? I know it's not real, but here I am, cutting it. Yes, you know. So, yes, it's like when you say about liberation. Who gets liberated? You yeah, know? the I doesn't get to go there. No, the I is no stuck in the story. No. You know, no,
0: it's clearing out
8: of the and body mind. Is, mm-hmm. It's annoying because it's like stuck in the story and knowing that the story is not real. Yes. That's not fun at all, you know? Yes. It's like when that guy's saying that Matrix movie, send me back to the Matrix and, Yes, you know, yes. Whatever, yes. You know. Yes, yes. I know the stake is not real, but who cares? Just wipe my memory and yes. let me enjoy it. Yes. It's just crazy. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is
7: crazy.
0: But it's but it's yeah. interesting that you didn't leave. You didn't walk
8: out the door. I did. You know, I went to, I went to Costa Rica. I was there, and I was feeling so anxious and angry. You know, when you were speaking. Oh. <laughs> you remember. I remember you. I yes, do. Yeah. You left? Yes, I did. Of yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I have to leave. Oh, I remember you. Know? you. Yes. I remember you telling yes. a story about being addicted to your computer. <laughs> I remember you. Yeah, yeah. And yes. you walked out. Yeah. You were like you wanted none of it. And you had to I find some other place anything. for her to stay. She was like, I'm out of here. I'm out
8: of here. And I remember the oh, guy yeah. with the dog, you know, like he has some dogs. Yes, one of them died. And he, Guess. Came, he was very nice. Yes, were, Tom, yeah. He came to me and he was like, I hope you die soon. And I'm like, "Oh, what? Wow. <laughs> okay, I'm out of here. You know, like, <laughs> what is he talking about? Like, is he crazy? <laughs> and then you started to talk and I had this feeling like I wanted to throw up. I mean, that's the first time I heard you on the computer, you know, addicted to the computer. And I listened to you and, and I had to stop it. Because yes. I, I, I had to go and throw up, Yes. You know? I, I, I totally to
0: remember go. you telling me this in Costa Rica.
8: I had to go and throw up yeah. and do all kinds of things in the bathroom. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> you know, it's like, even when I saw the movie, The Matrix, yeah. I had this feeling, like, at first, I'm, wow, what a good movie, you know, lots of actions. But then I got into it, and I was like, this is not just a movie. Correct. <laughs> this is... <laughs> They're talking to me, you know, yes, he's, yes. he's talking to me. Yeah. And then I just, I felt so anxious while I was watching the movie, you know, like, that's that's real what he's saying, that's yeah. that's deep right there. <laughs> like something kept saying, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get that, I get that, keep going. And I even had to stop the movie and throw up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then, you know, when I was listening to you in Satsang, I saw some people crying and stuff, and I kept thinking, I'm to be crying like that. And they were going on the floor, and I was like, I'm not gonna go there. I gotta get out of here fast. Yes. So I was planning, how oh, I'm gonna get out of here fast. I kept thinking, okay, I don't like the mosquitoes, I don't like the food they're serving, I don't like anything, yeah. I gotta get out of here. Yeah. You know, like the mine. But then yeah. something, I was in the front and I kept asking you questions and more and then something came say, said, stop it girl, you know, don't go too far. And then I remember the last thing I told you was I wanted, because I was going through a divorce, and um, I wanted to do what everybody does, you know, when they go through a divorce, they just, they want to upgrade themselves or to another partner or whatever. So I just feel like if I keep listening to her and going through this door, none of that is going to happen. I have mm. that feeling yeah. that's not going to happen. I'm not going to try to lose weight. I'm not going to try to get a new partner. I just had that feeling, you know? Like yeah. And I say, I have kids going to take care of them. I don't want to be in a cave, you know, by myself or in a chair giving sang, or who knows what's going to be next if I stay here listening to this lady, you know, <laughs> so, or end the play, Those other girls, they look like they're dead, you know, that's how I saw them. And I said, no, I got to go and, and I just ran out and <laughs> I had a conversation with the gardener, you know, like, yes. And he said, yes, girl, you got to run before you end up like the girls. They look like they're dead. (laughs) So I said, okay. I went to the airport and got on a plane and just went back home. And I remember you told me, well, Mariana, you have gone too far, you know, like. (laughs) It's just going to keep going, you know. And yes it, it kept going you know when i went home i remember like i still have my little plans you know yes what i was gonna do i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that i'm gonna forget about the stuff everything is gonna be normal again and then i was just being my miserable self crying every day about my you know divorce and um one day i i woke up and um I just feel like something said, I don't think it was me, but something said like wake up, you know. I was sleeping and then there was this voice or, not a voice, I don't know what it was, like wake up from where? You are everything. Yes. The bed, the tree I could see beyond my room. Yes. Like, and it was like, oh my God, you know, like wake up from where? Who's going to wake up? Yes. You are everything. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's really like, wow. OK. I'm everything. The room, everything. You're everything, yes. So where can I get, wake up or get up from what bed? I'm in the bed too. Yes. You know. It was really amazing or, you know. So. Somehow, I, I found myself hugging the trees and, yes. you know? Yes. Around like I was crazy, I guess, I don't know. But it was nice, you know? And then, many other things happened, you know? Yeah. More understanding and more knowing. And, um, like you talk about the witness, watching the thoughts and all of that. And um, it's like I heard before, like, uh, surrendering to everything is okay, you know? Everything is fine. <laughs> it's nothing wrong, you know? Even being sad or angry is okay. Mm. Everything is okay. Yeah. Right. And um, even the, the whole play, it's okay, it's fun. Yes. But fun for who? For the character, but the character doesn't really exist. So. Yes. Who gets liberated? You know, and what yes. is liberation? Does. Yes,
0: it's a movie story.
8: Yeah.
0: Because they're the only um, stories we have.
8: Yeah.
0: They're, it's all story. Who's going to be
8: liberated?
0: Yeah. There's no either. Not no at all.
8: I. So, we just play around. And we just play around, yes. And we're not really playing around. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. No, the only way you can get out is to see you were never in. in. You were never yeah. in. That's the way to get out. That's, well, that's, so. that's what shows itself. It's like, it was okay. never me. It was never me. Yeah. I'm all of it,
8: but I'm not any part of it. hmm Yeah. So, like, uh, like a TV? In the movies, playing everything is me because I'm the TV. Yes. Everything is me. Yes, there's and I the unity consciousness. Focus my attention on the car. Oh, she's crying. She's going <laughs> through something hard. But there's always that knowing. That's not me. that's just yes. a character. Yes, and I love her because yes, it's a character inside of me, the TV. Yes, so yes. So it's actually me, but yes. not real, real. Yes. Who knows? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So, I just wanted to say that, you know, I there was a that. lot of anger. And, you know. Yeah, of course. Time, but it's all just a story and blah, blah, yes. blah. Yes. And it's all okay. Yes. But yeah. well, that's why I left.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah. I should, well, I, it was clear why you left. Okay. Yeah, it was clear. Yes, yeah. yes.
8: I mean, I was a little bit sad at the moment, you know, like, oh, my God, what is she going to think? But I have to No,
0: know. it's fine, of course. I, look, and it's I know, you know, know, yeah. I yeah. Like, she probably don't even care the I way know. she saw It's just like, as long as you were yeah. okay, you know. Yeah, There was yeah, some yeah. plan to for, yes. for you to stay yes, someplace. Yes. We were trying to find a place uh-huh. for you to stay, or and I, I can't remember what happened. I, sure, I, I said, well, she's
8: she's going to be fine. Yeah. I mean, if she's of that enlightened, she's going to be fine. of frightened. course. Yeah. Yeah. So this is not real bad. Yeah, it's like, you so we physically all yeah, right, yeah, you know. Exactly. And yeah, exactly. She will handle it. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yes, <laughs> yes, of course, of course. And then no, my yeah. time came, you know, just like yeah. you say. And,
0: and has life started again, or did it become cave-like, like you were it's dreading? It's a mess, like,
8: you know, it's, it's a mess. It's okay. the same thing, but I don't know. There's, like, space a peace, you know, behind surrounding the whole thing, you know, like, the knowing, you know, it's not like I think. Oh, it's just a movie. No, that's crazy. No, it's not that. Yeah. It's just whatever, you know. I mean, even my ex-husband, he comes to my house every day. I don't know why. To tell me, you know, oh, I'm doing great. My girlfriend, we're gonna do this. I'm like, whatever, you know. But yeah. He comes every day to tell me his plans, and I'm like. You <laughs> <know>? <laughs> Hello, do I look like I want to be your best friend? But at the same (laughs) time, I don't push him, you know. And I I have a a, a friend of mine, and he tells me, you are crazy. I mean, who does that? You treat him so good, what he's done. And he goes on and on telling me what, you know, the drama. So he's doing the drama for me, and I'm
0: like, yeah, yeah. He's doing (laughs) the drama. Exactly.
8: But, you know, I don't want to get
0: too... Yeah, yeah,
8: yeah. I'm not trying to be his um, guru or whatever. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. He's crazy. You know, yeah. I just sure <laughs> yeah. <flame>. follow him. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And he say you gotta be, you know, you gotta be put away because this is not normal the way you're reacting to your ex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you want me to do? You know, I I really don't care. I yes. don't have any hate for him. Yes. I'm not trying to be his best friend, but yes. it doesn't matter what he does. Yes. I mean, I do notice that there's anger. <laughs> When yeah. he talks about the new... Woman, sure. Yeah, the things that he's doing and buying, and, you know, yeah. the characters say, oh, I can't believe it. He's spending more. Yeah. sure. You know, but behind that, there yes. is something else that is all drama. To- it's, yeah, it's you can see story. through it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's good. And my mother thinks I'm crazy, too, so... Yeah. Well, that's okay. <laughs> you know? That's okay. <laughs> like, we used to fight a lot, you know, before, yeah. like... yeah. And now it's like... I just don't follow up with, you know, the gamer. And, and she's like, we need to take you to a psychiatrist. I mean, yeah. something's, <laughs> wrong, yeah. something's wrong with you. And yeah. I'm like, but I'm okay with that too. You yes, know? But, of course. But there's anger. Anger happens. Okay. I'm not going to say that anger doesn't happen. All right. Yes, it yeah. does. Yeah. But there's an understanding that it's okay. It is okay. It's, yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: it's okay. Does okay. suffering happen?
8: Suffering is there, but there's, I don't want to use this word that everybody uses so much. There is nobody there that suffers, you know? Aha. You know, like,
0: suffering happens, you know? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
8: Yeah. It just happens, like, (laughs) okay? And then happiness, too. Yes. There are moments like, wow, it's so amazing. Sure. And it goes, and that's okay,
0: too. And that's okay, too. Yeah, that's okay,
8: too. And you know, I've been single for like four years, and everybody keeps saying, You're gonna get old. I mean, you know, you were crazy. And yeah, there are moments that are like, Yeah, maybe I need to. But then it's like, there is not such a, I don't know how to say it, like, a, like I see a lot of other women, like, I gotta get me a man, whatever. Yeah, I'm like, if it happens, it happens. Yeah. yeah. You've
0: broken out all of the cultural norms, they've all yeah. fallen away, huh? But let life start up again. It will start up again. Who knows in what shape or form, but let it start up again.
8: There is nothing I can do. No, no,
0: but just the openness to let it start again.
8: It's like an allowance for everything. Yes, the good, the sad, the happiness, like. Yes. And I find that really amazing, you know, like when I look at it, like okay this is not real this is not really happening but at the same time it's like wow you know if it wasn't this it would be something else yes so it's like i'm grateful for this yes because it's like it's really amazing it's like a miracle like yes wow you know because i don't know who knows what else could be what else could be Anything can happen Anything in any moment. Yeah. Anything. It's yes. just, it's yes.
0: wide open. It's
8: unlimited. Yes. And I know that there will be moments of great anger and despair and sadness. And even that is like, bring it and on. And it will come
0: and it will go yeah. and there's and a so what. Yeah. Or who knows. How it's like, long. yeah, it's like so what. It's just experience happening and you're all of it. You're all of it and you're none of it. So what exactly. why pick yeah. out a little bit and like that and dislike that? It just it doesn't make sense. It's too much of a
8: contraction to go into the exactly. specifics. Too much everything is like I'm not saying that I'm walking around going like, ooh, everything is so great.
0: Yeah, that's even that is Yeah, that's completely happening. ungrounded. No, it's not like that. It's that's not an un, like that. No, that's no. when it's ungrounded.
8: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to email Tom tonight and tell him
8: <laughs> <laughs> I see you know like okay I hope you die soon I'm like okay he was talking to the you know the character yes, or of whatever course. I was taking myself what, to be what you were taking yourself to because I be. wanted to be nice to everyone like talk hey who you doing you having a yeah. conversation and they were like moving to the other thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like Okay, whatever. They Maybe. were just gone, you
0: know what was happening. They were just exactly, gone in too exactly. far. They were gone in and it was too, yeah, it was yeah, too, yeah, much, yeah. too much in the world. But at that doing. moment,
8: you know. Yeah, you just thought they're oh weirdos. Yeah. Of course, of course. You know, like, yeah. Oh my God, you know? Yeah, it's I like, can't be so serious, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, take it easy, but yeah, it's okay, because the same way um, they were in that position, I am or I was in that position too, so. There is no point in going around, you know, judging other people. You just you know, like Yes. It's okay.
0: Yes. Yeah.
8: It's all fun and games. It is all fun and games. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah.
8: yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, And my daughter is here with me and
0: Great <laughs> <laughs>
8: So she's been dealing with all yeah, of that you transition know, for, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Crazy moments and yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Namaste.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Okay, I have a few questions, one being why isn't there karma, explain this to me
0: please. Um, once, once the belief that you are an individual is seen through, karma goes with it, because karma is like what I did. And, and the cause and effect of, of me and my actions. So, so once you see that there is no individual, karma doesn't make sense. But it's alive until then. Mm. It's alive until then. So to grab the concept, there's no karma. I don't have karma because there's no karma. It's like, oops, that won't work. That won't work at all. Do you see? So, but it, it shows itself to be not, to be connected with the idea that you are. Separate that you are a person that you are the body mind. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah. it does.
5: Although it's disappointing. it's disappointing. Why is it disappointing?
0: <laughs> because
5: when someone hurts you and you think, ah, they're going to get it. Ah. You
0: know,
5: uh, okay. You know, I just have to wait to see it. It's going to happen. All me. right. And I and I lose I lost that.
0: Okay. Yeah. But it, but can you see that it's useful then because it broke up the idea of revenge. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have to get them beaten up, but life will do it for me. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, yeah. Cool.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
5: Okay. Um, the I'm in a I'm in a story that I don't want to be this- in. I've manifested a story that I don't like.
3: Okay. So. Hmm. Hmm.
5: you know, and it's fearful ah yes, and for my for my daughter and and I look at this and think, how did I get here? How did I get in this story because this is not a story that's acceptable to me um, The story isn't acceptable to you the the life the 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 what you said you the creation the what okay. what i'm my life right now, the like okay. creation, my, my story.
0: Okay. Okay. So, mm, all right. I, I'm, I'm trying to find the level of where, this, of where you're connecting with the story. Because, because if it's with, well, I don't want it anymore because it's fearful for my daughter, then it's driven by two desires. Mm-hmm. I want better for my daughter and I don't want this. <clears throat> Okay, then it's driven by desire. Okay, are we going to satisfy the desire and, and change your life? And then the desire wins.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, then we're promoting the change of desire. That's what you're saying, is it? That you want to follow the desire?
5: Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't, um, don't want to fo- follow the fear that I'm in now. That's so a
0: desire to. A desire to move away from the fear. away from the fear. Uh-huh. So can, can you talk about it or is it too tricky? No.
5: Um I had um yes, I, it's I went from having a privileged life to being homeless with a daughter, practically, and having to find a lot of resources and And in doing so, I learned that and um, doing some spiritual work that I am extremely good at what I do as an architect, or as a developer, or the things that I do as a realtor, and these things, but that I'm not showing up, Some it's not what, um, when I walk into a room or a meeting, I'm not seen, or I'm, I'm, it's it's almost as if I feel like I've disappeared. Ah. And just like, you know, my Security of where I lived, and my house, and my belongings, and my child's health—all of those things have sort of disappeared. Okay. And, and I've, you know, have learned that also sort of my identity, or I've learned recently is is that I am good at these things, and and, and creative and talented, but I'm what what is showing up is is not that at all that
0: it's, it's um, has your confidence taken a knock?
5: Oh sure, that too, of course, with uh, us but I'm not sure it was ever there. I just think that uh, the before who knows
0: yeah, yeah
5: in some ways, I'm very confident, yeah, you know,
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay. But... When things get stripped and, and you, you've had a fair stripping there, you yeah. know. <laughs> that's a big swoop from one ex- from you know, from one lifestyle to pretty much the opposite.
5: Exactly.
0: When there's been something like this, a confidence, the the, the confidence that we need for the ego to mature. You know, that kind of trust in yourself and not, not... if that's properly developed, you'd be fine if it's not properly developed, the stripping will show you. Mm-hmm. It's like you were hiding behind whatever, the job, the accomplishments, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so to have confidence that's bolstered up by those things, it's a very effective methodology. They all get taken away and it's like, whoa, I'm invisible. I'm invisible now. Because we've got to get that part sorted. That your self-esteem is intact Mm
5: -hmm.
0: that who you are inside is the is the resource that's more important and from there you trust yourself to manage in the world if you're invisible it's about them not seeing you and that's fine but but you go about your business not being concerned about how you're seen or not seen if you're seen or not seen it's like it's giving you an opportunity to, to, to see that the stripping away of everything stripped away something of your core that wasn't solid enough mm-hmm. at the time. And so the work is to develop your core inside. And you do that by... Do you love yourself? I hope so. Ah. Sometimes. <laughs> ah. If it's not a clear yes, it's an area to work on. To love yourself unconditionally would be a really good move, a really good move. Not because you've achieved or not because of anything. It's, it's got nothing. It's unconditional. It can't have anything to do with the outside. But to unconditionally love yourself, what happens is that a trust, you, you trust yourself to be able to live, it kind of moves from there. And we don't need the external circumstances to bolster us up. It's, it's, it's just it's a nice lifestyle or it's a way of living, but there's lots of ways of living. And we have the skills to be able to manage in many different lifestyles, you know, Mm -hmm. many different ways of living. So, to love yourself unconditionally, that would be a very good foundation to get solid. You know you're capable because you're, you've told me you're capable, you know. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Are you capable of pulling out and recreating yourself? Do you have that belief in yourself? Yes, I hope so yes I hope so which one is stronger (laughs) I don't know you need to know this do you believe in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself you're going to stay in the rut. because you know not enough mojo is there to step Mm. forward and, and, and make it better I
5: was thinking that maybe, perhaps, it was because I had too much of identity on before. Of course, I am the architect. I am. This of course, and that. of
0: course. And That's why they're taken, of course. But I, I wouldn't see that. Y- y- have you manifested it? That's ah, just life. It's just life tossing you around. Mm-hmm. Do you know? I'm, I'm not keen on the I've manifested it a bit because, you mm-hmm. know, it's much more complex than that. There are so many causes for everything. There's so many intricate tapestries weaving life. It's beautiful. You know, we're, we're not as powerful as we'd like to think we are. Really, we're not. <laughs> you know? So, so, sure, I mean, that's the whole point. If your confidence, your belief in yourself, your belief in your capability was bolstered up by the image, by your competencies, I'd take them away and you should be still able to stand with the same authority mm-hmm. and if it's taken a knocking which clearly it has you were hiding you were hiding behind things you know it's fine it happens
5: I like the idea that, it, that it's not really all of us that, that manifest
0: oh it's not no, we're, we're a tiny tiny we can do nothing actually we don't even have free will we really mm-hmm. don't even have free will but that shows itself you know You've got to exercise free will until you see that, oh, there's a mechanism coming through this, and I think I'm making this decision, actually. And you see it like that. It unfolds itself like that, you know. Mm -hmm. But you've got to get your core strong. Because if you don't, your next decision will be motivated by the fear. And you'll try to hide beside something else again, and you'll stay down in in the rut.
5: So do you believe that then we can manifest um, a different existence for ourselves from that?
0: Well, a different existence happens. Can we manifest it? Uh, Don't give yourself so much power. We don't have so much power. So uh, if your, if, if your confidence and your belief in yourself stays as it is now, not much is gonna change. Not much is gonna change. You've gotta do some inner repair work and actually believe in yourself. Not because of what you have or not because of what you've done, but because, <coughs> because you love yourself unconditionally. Because there's something fundamentally okay. And that acceptance or rejection, making it or not making it in the world is secondary. If you can line yourself like that, of course, life is going to change, of course. Because your energy going out there would be totally different. Thanks. Do you think you can do it? Yes. Okay. Get help if you need it. Buy books if you need a goddess. Do what you need to do to bolster this up properly. Not by external projections of how to manifest a better life. That's not going to do it. It's just going to postpone this and this will happen again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But about totally, totally loving yourself. Like Louise Hay, she's good at this. Actually, mm-hmm. she's good at this, isn't she? Mm-hmm. About really learning how to love yourself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you can heal your life as a good one. Mm-hmm. You can heal your mind as another one. The books of hers, mm-hmm. of Louise Hay. Yeah, she, she's good at that. Around finding like just, just, just finding out what it means to unconditionally love yourself. Mm-hmm. And so that the external world can be seen to be external world, external, and doesn't impact you to such an extent, you know? There'll come a day when you celebrate the stripping down that's happened.
5: Let's hope so. Yes, yes.
0: Yeah. You'll see, wow, who I was then and I didn't see it and everything had to get taken, so I saw it for me to see it, mm-hmm. you see? And here you are now at the phase of like, okay, let's rebuild, but with authenticity. From inside, only inside. And the inside will direct you to how you're going to be in the world. But you've got to change your relationship with yourself.
5: There's parts of me that feel stronger now than they did Because I had to find it.
0: Yay, that's what we're talking about. You have to find it. You've got to find another bit. till you can say, of course I love myself unconditionally. I don't have to be anything to love myself totally. If I could hear that sentence out here, your lifestyle would change dramatically.
5: Of course I love myself
0: unconditionally. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's
7: so, so. Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good.
0: <laughs> We've got ten minutes. Is there anybody who hasn't spoken? Who needs to come up? Brenda, do you want to do yeah. a quickie? Yeah. No, and then it's quick. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anybody else who needs to come up? Would you like to come motion in? I can think of nothing.
6: <laughs> it's nice might be progress
3: um <laughs> uh, this was brought up when Ragda was talking, and I kind of have the opposite thing. she was talking about having the like cry in jags, and I can't cry anymore ah, so I, I know that's some sort of a blockage, but I guess I'm curious what this character, this ego, is obtaining by creating that block?
0: Because it allows you to hold it all together. Ah. When we lose touch with that, with an emotion that resembles meltdown, it's usually because meltdown is not safe right now, okay. and so we switch off that so that we hold right. it together.
3: Okay. No. I- Totally makes sense. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I knew it was a yeah. plot. Um, yeah, you recognize it as a protection. It's, thing, protection. it's a
0: protection. Just, just to hold, ho- hold everything together. So you think
3: that's going to come back? You think I'll get that emotion? I do. Back?
0: I do. You'll have to consciously work at getting looser. You know, and, and sure, like when our, you know, when we have to hold it together practically at home or in our work or whatever, when we have to hold something together, sure, it's understandable. When it comes to an end, allow a meltdown. Don't replace it with something else. That's often right. what people do. They end up going studying after the domestic situation has, you know, after some cam comes in, they fill the gap. That's what the ego will do. It'll fill the gap to keep, to keep a blockage in place.
3: Okay.
0: Let there be space. Let right. there be nothing. Just nothing, just yeah. just
3: looseness. Actually, nothing sounds really good. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. okay.
0: Yes, and okay. then lightness comes from there, and then we, you know, we begin to melt a bit. Right. You know? Okay. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Great. Great. Shinadna. Oh, Kinto, you never come up. Come on. Sure. Hi. Um.
2: So I had a question as I was listening to everybody. This work that we call spiritual work, or um, what our parents did as religious work, is it just like a, I see that it has a function for the character, um, but is it all about the ego? Because when you said we're really not that important, we really don't have free will, and um, here we are thinking we can create. Yes. Um, And so doing the spiritual work, it does empower us a little bit. Yes. Um, Yes. And it just dawned on me that uh, through the spiritual work, I got some clarity into who I was being. And the reason I continue to do it is a little bit of fear that I might lose um, something that I have gained through that work. Okay. Um, So the spiritual work, is it just to kind of, when the ego is um, like unhealthy, yet we get attracted to it and we're in it and it's, then it's. Does it ever become where it's an avoidance for really living life? Yes. Yep. Okay.
0: The ego will use it. And the ego is the sense of separation. It's the belief that you are akin to. That's, that's the ego in spiritual terms. Okay. Um, and so the ego will use everything to maintain its power. So it'll use spirituality. It'll use spiritual concepts. It will grasp onto some some clarity that you have and desire will will use that it will use anything anything so so if there is like you know i want to hang on to that and not go backwards it's like well if you continue doing spiritual work there will be a cumulative effect but if that's not rocking your boat right now or calling you right now be prepared to be all right if the insight that you got disappears. Because to grasp it is building the ego more than letting it drop.
2: Right, well, I honestly, this is where I feel comfortable. I love being here. But from what I've learned through training is that you've got to put yourself in situations that are uncomfortable. Um, That's where the true growth is.
0: Yes, but you know life will do that for you. Particularly Western life, because we can't hide so much. Life is full on. It's everywhere, at us, all the time. You know, it'll be your kids. It'll be your partner. It'll be your work. It'll be your car. It'll be it'll it, it just come things to press your buttons.
2: Right.
0: You know? Yeah. We don't need to put ourselves... It's like... Life will do that for you. Yeah. I mean, it has. Yeah. It has. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, But I'm... I mean, up until a certain point, I was taught that, you know, you have to be religious and those are the good people and obviously I don't believe that anymore. Sure. There are amazing people that don't believe in God. Of course. Yeah. And the true work is, um, I guess, just helping each other. Um, And one thing that on Friday night that stuck with me that you said is like, take a step back go a step deeper like when uh, like let's say I'm getting frustrated with my kids or something mm. and then at that point go a step deeper and then I tried that and then I, I realized I was doing it in my mind. Okay. Um, like I was thinking okay um, and I was analyzing my thoughts. Yes. So that it was a mind thing. Yes. But the way through is not through the mind. So then I was like, okay, do I have to sit in my heart? But then that's a sensation too. Yes. Uh, so how, how do you do that? Take, how do you take a step back or go deeper, like you said? The mind watches the mind. Mm-hmm. The
0: mind is the observer of the mind. And what, what we're doing is that we're shifting our point of perception. Okay. From me and my world and what I'm doing to watching the me character doing her thing so we're we're less reactive we're less attached to things we're less d- desire driven so that automatically there's a softening of stuff when we pull back but the pulling back is an observing point which is mind okay. it's mind you know it's like you're splintering off a part of your attention so that you're viewing from someplace further back right. so it's the viewing point we're change and it, it, we're changing and it does feel like yeah sure it's your mind of course it is because the mind got us into this mess and the, we're backpedaling. we're kind of walking backwards out of what the mind has created as it's own scenario right. ok the heart part is is to clear the emotional body mm. is to have a pure heart do you know mm-hmm. so that there's no agendas and no fear and so that the emotions can just come and go and just flow and they're all fine there's space for all of them they're, they're fine do you know so, that there's not, I'm feeling angry or I'm resentful of this, or there's a repeated thought that's making you feel a certain way. All of that can stop. And just emotions come, they're expressed, they're gone. Sometimes they're not even noticed. Come, go, gone. Right. You see? Okay. Just clear so, expressions.
2: So, the going deeper yes. is really about shifting perspective. Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: Okay. Where you, because what you're looking for is where you're looking from. Mm-hmm. You see? So it's like, go to where you're looking from. So this is like a step-by-step approach. When we go to observer, go deeper, go deeper. It's like, go deeper, go deeper. So you're bringing yourself to drop in, drop in. Because otherwise, it's like, what am I supposed to be doing? You know, and we stay in our head. Whereas if it's step-by-step, it's like climbing down a ladder. You know,
2: into emptiness itself. Mm -hmm. You know? And one last thing I've been wondering is that, like in the Matrix, as Neo grew stronger... Um, the agent grew stronger.: yeah. So the ego grows stronger as we grow stronger. Yes. And so then is the work constantly just being aware of where that ego is hiding? Um, um, for y- yes, and then you see that the
0: sense of yourself is the ego.:
3: Your higher self.:
0: The sense, the sense of being a separate individual, the individual. Yeah. is the ego. Yeah. Okay. You see? The belief that you are Ragda is the ego. So at the beginning we're looking at the regular ego, ego issues, you know. And then it's like, whoa! It's actually my identity. My identity is the ego. Am I really Ragda, or is this the Ragda character that I have been conditioned to believe is me? Kintu. <laughs> Kintu.
8: She's me. Kintu.
2: That's
0: yes. Oh, I'm sorry. The yeah, brain's getting tired. Sorry. sorry. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I,
3: <laughs> we could be the
2: same. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, the last part. I'll sit with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like it's like. Am I really Kintu, or have I been told to believe I'm Kintu? Am I something more than Kintu? That's a good one to sit with. Okay. Am I just confined to this body, or what am I really? What am I?
2: Yeah. No, I practiced it that Friday night. Like I was so cold. And I was like, I wish Derek would turn down the A.C. <laughs> and then I'm like, let me practice what you had just mentioned, that yeah. um, I'm, I'm really not feeling the cold. Uh-huh. Um, so I tried that. I'm like, okay, I'm really not feeling the cold. And then... Um, a couple of minutes later, I felt a warmth through my body, uh, and then I started wondering: Did Jack realize that I was cold, and she warmed me up, or something? Yeah. Um. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was all of your own making. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's shift in perception. Yeah. Shift in perception. Look at how potent it is, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> shift in perception. That's all. And you can even go from like, okay, I'm not feeling the cold, to like, okay, the body is feeling the cold. I'm just going to register a different set of sensations. That's really what you're doing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just registering a different set of sensations. Because mind is a liar anyway. Yeah. You know, and then ah oh, then a different set of sensations comes, you know? Yeah. So it's it's that fickle, you know, mm. that like God, mind is a liar. In the tiniest little things, mind is a liar. You know, it's cold one minute, ten minutes later it's hot. Like, what's that? Mm-hmm. You see? Everything moves all the time. So the, so the the idea that you're akin to, that that can move too. It's just never been questioned, except in the spiritual work. It's only questioned there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's worth looking at though. Mm-hmm. OK. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, Anne and Sinead. Sinead, do you want to come up?
4: Um, I, don't, I don't really have any questions, but more like a clarification. All
0: right, okay. clarification. And then Anne? Yeah. yeah. There's time. It's it's, it's OK. You. It's OK. You. Let's see if everybody else is all right. Yeah. Hello. Okay. Um, I'm Sinead.
4: Um, from Ireland also, so we're...
0: Two Irish accents! <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, but I've been thinking, you know, last night I told you, went told me the ego was like, oh, no, no, we're done with that. We don't want that. We're just going to stay here and play this happy game. And then I thought, well, I'm not going to fight that, because there's no point, because if it's a game, it's a game. So would it be just acceptable to set the intention that you're just going to flow? Is that enough? And just be fluid? Or do I have to do work? You know, like you were saying with forgiveness and clearing the heart. Can I just set the intention that I want my heart to be clean? And
0: You can. Do, do you, yeah, you can. Do you, know what, do you know what's needed? The only thing that's ever needed is willingness.
4: Right. Just to that's, be just Yeah, like, just to be me. willing. Yeah. Exactly. It's,
0: okay. it's, that's actually the only thing that's needed, is just to be willing. Yeah. And, then, and then what you really are plays with you.
4: Right, so I don't have to stress about it.
0: No, don't at all. Okay. <laughs> oh
4: Not, God, at all.
0: About <laughs> Not at <laughs> all. Not at all. Not at all. Okay, good. Just be willing. All right. Just have a willingness.
4: And I've, I've been playing with that, with the willingness. And you yeah. know, even because I coach, you know, and, and I used to coach from an intellectual, you know, perspective. Yeah. And now I'm just like, ah, that's too much work. Yeah. I'm just going to say, use me. Like every yes. time I go into a coaching session, I say, look, Sinead's vacating this... You know, here, yeah. just let that person get the message they need, and yes. I'll say whatever I need to yes. say. So you, so same approach.
0: Yes, bring your work home with you. Okay. All right, <laughs> bring your work home with you, and step out of the way all the time.
4: Got it. Thank you. That's yeah. so much easier. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and do you want me to come up? If you'd like to come up. Okay, i great. Yeah, I know we've got a minute, but just do a quickie. We're just slightly okay, okay. over, but is this okay? Okay. Hi again. Hi again.
6: So, um, yes, so I'm sinking more inside and being less absolutist about things, and this is wonderful for my mind, because I've dealt with an OCD tendency, as you know, less adversarial with it. It, It'll pop up, though, but, you know, there's a lot of patience needed for that, you know, because it's, I know what it is, but at the same time, there's a part of me that still must be an emotional thing, still has some sort of connection with it some sense. I don't know what it is. But anyway, I'm less interested in finding out what it is. That, okay. You know. But phenomenally, since I was about 13 when this whole mental thing kind of kicked off really and became more of my identity, more of my experience of life, I developed like an ache here
0: in your center, in your heart, my heart. It's never gone away.
6: And even that I'm sort of softening into. But it's very mysterious. Like, I asked my guru about it once, and she had me do rebirthing, Mm. which had me experience coming into the baby body, rather than the birth itself. Yes. And this connection with my mother and how I think I picked up on her fear and everything. Okay. Because there was a lot going on. Sure. And so I thought, well, that must have been why she wanted me. Because that was the experience I had. Okay. Um, and then another time, just briefly, I felt this energy come in my right big toe, which is supposed to be something very significant about that in terms of the okay. body, the, the etheric body, I guess, came right. And I just read something about forgiving your mother in a book. This was All right. years ago. All right. And I felt this minute lift in that area. Uh-huh. And you know, I know it's not an insight. I just wanted your insight into it. Because okay. it's been, I'm sort of at the point where I, this morning I got the hit if I just allow myself to abide inside in that pure perception, that pure cognition that you referred to at the beginning of the day, that will wash it away. Okay. So, but I'm not, I don't really think about it a whole lot. I don't really, it's just there. Yeah. But it's very enigmatic.
0: Okay, if, I've I been, mean, when somebody has a guru, i would always be inclined to bow to that guru. Yeah, yes, you know? oh because yes, that of line, course. That line, course. you know, if somebody is connected right. with a guru, it's like, Right. I'm going to respect that at all costs. Oh, please, So she, yeah. said, she said to rebirth. Right. And when you did the rebirth thing, it started when you were born. started when I came in.
6: I, you know, I wondered if I imagined it. My experience was when I came into the baby body, it wasn't the physical birth. Okay. It was so coming. I kind of had to be coaxed in. Like, they were saying, okay, you got to go in now. And I'm like, right. eh, I don't know about this. And okay. I, 'Cause it's kinda, you know, intense down there in that particular okay. family, I guess. I don't know.
0: Okay. So so the actual birthing process you didn't revisit? No. Then if she said do rebirthing, that's what she was talking about. Because that's what rebirthing is. Well, I did the re I had a rebirther. Yeah, but you might need ten of them or three of them or five of them or something. I mean I mean I don't know. I felt one soft usually doesn't do it at all.
6: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I, I don't know, but I, you know, it's, it's just, it wasn't essential necessarily, you know, that I asked this question, but it's just been there. Sure. And it's,
0: it's, um, it's not really an obstacle. I know. But if your guru said, do rebirthing. Right. And the rebirthing was not relived, then the rebirthing, the, the directive to do rebirthing isn't complete.
6: Oh, I thought maybe just whatever experience I had was a rebirthing experience. That
0: was one of them. But that's not the rebirth. Re- it's, it's going through your birth again. That's you coming into the body. That's what you saw coming into your body. I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so you didn't go back far enough because that needed to happen. That layer had to get cleared. There's mm-hmm. more layers underneath that for sure. For sure there's layers underneath it. Okay. You know? And, and rebirthing, rebirthing goes right back to like moment of conception, you know, and I mean, way back.
6: Oh, okay. That's, it's well, the whole, yeah. you know, this was the subtle me.
0: I know, but, yeah. but, but the trauma of being born is in the body. Even if you did, came into the body at the age of two, the trauma of birth is still registered in the body. And you're talking about a physical pain in your heart. I well, might to my, onto something. It's
6: not physical; it's more emotional. Because my physical heart's great.
0: Yeah, but you're it's, putting and your spirit. hand in your body, so you're feeling it someplace yes. in your body. You know? It's it's so,
6: like maybe a muscular
0: thing, or I don't know. She said, "Do rebirth thing. Go rebirth thing."
6: <laughs> so do it again.
0: Yeah, do it until you're right back to the moment of conception.
6: Okay. If,
0: if, you you can only go back for as much as you can take, and you'll go back another bit, and you'll go back another bit. That's, okay. how, that's how it works.
6: Okay. I guess so, the rebirthing was more an experience of not the physical me, but of the... Yeah, yeah. Prior to the physical yeah, me. Yeah, that yeah. That was my experience.
0: Yeah, yeah.
6: Because my mother was all worried. That's what I picked up on. And I said to her, no matter what happens to me, whether I physically survive or not, okay. I will always be. I was trying to tell her that.
0: Yeah. But she couldn't hear me. Yeah, but I'm interested in, in what your guru saw about your birthing process. Okay, and you haven't gone there yet, you know. Oh, okay. Never thought about it that way. That's that's what it is. No? Okay. All She's right. she said do rebirthing. It's like well then you got to do rebirthing, which is peeling right back the birthing process, the gestation period right back.
7: You because did that. Didn't the you?
0: body loads of times. Yeah. Because because the 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 whole process of it, whether or not when the spirit comes in, it's immaterial. Don't care when it comes. Sometimes it doesn't come in at all. Do you know? For years, like when a right. child is five or six, they start to come in. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So um, wherever that really came from, I don't know. <laughs> okay, there. So so, but but the body will remember the trauma. And and that, you know the emotional, the physical, the mental. Well, it didn't, it
6: didn't come in until I was about thirteen, though. The feeling here. Do
0: thing. <laughs> do okay. thing. All right. Oh, no. Do rebirthing. That's All right. good. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. It's okay. Thanks, then. Everybody's all right? Okay. Thank you all for a wacky weekend. <laughs>